All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Trek Talk. I'm Techman16. And I'm here. And I'm Handy. And this is our new theme song. That's our new theme song. <laughs> Are you gonna get uh, a like a license to play that? Hello. I have no idea. <laughs> well, it depends. I don't. I don't know what the what the rules are in terms of uh, what you can use for sampling or how long it has to be. It only matters. Whatever record. We just want to say that whatever record company is listening to this. Um, just remember whose name is on the channel. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't do it. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure the record companies are totally going to be listening to this. Because um, the record companies have nothing better to do than, than watch how Star Trek fits in with Eric Clapton's cocaine. Honestly, I'm, I'm pretty sure Actually, that computers go around and just sample everything on the internet looking for shit like that. They do. They That's hit, possible. They hit uh, DJ's podcast for the music he was playing. He got sued. Sued or his thing was taken down? Uh, I'm sure he just got a letter, right? Yeah, he got a letter saying, pay us this much money or you're going to get sued. And right. That, okay. But also, he has monetized videos. Are your videos monetized? No. Mine are not. Then you don't have to worry about anything. Well, tech, so technically, the the YouTube policy has changed where all videos are monetized, regardless of whether you want to be part of the par program or not. So oh. they get ads on my videos, but I don't. So sue YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, let's let's talk about the latest episode of Lower Decks. Cook, did you see it? Hang on, I'm getting coffee. <laughs> no, oh, that's, that's that's how much we care about lower debt. This fucking guy. Yeah, I gotta um, say that I did not watch it. I'll get around to it eventually. It, no, I did watch it. It was actually a really, really good episode. I completely agree. I I am pleasantly surprised by the uh, the callbacks, the um. It's a the Star Trek: The Next Generation, the the way in which the the original show was used and how they're bringing it back. And I don't know, maybe I I, I like Badass Riker. Do you like Badass Riker? I do, but I also love that little part that he put in, basically saying, as much fun as all these constant battles are, he misses the days, the quiet days on the luxury liner Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, the crew of of the Titan who are in battles all the time, and it's and they were making tr uh, jokes about the fact that it's like every day is another battle and stuff. And they were calling, and they said that Riker must have been bored with um, 
concerts and and plays and Shakespearean plays and like the luxury cruise on seven years of the Enterprise, how boring that must have been. And Boimler is like, I, I like those things. That's what I got into Starfleet for, you know, to explore and to, and to seek out peaceful coexistence and diplomacy. And then, of course, they're all breaking down saying, you know, what they actually got into Starfleet for. And then Riker, and then Boyan was talking to Riker later in the episode, and he's like, you know, I like that stuff. And Riker's like, I miss those days. That was a great seven years. <laughs> and it's true. It's like every scene that I've seen the Titan in so far in Lower Decks, it's always like, it's like Act- battle action you know it it um i think it does a wonderful job of of making fun of alex kurtzman and jj abrams trek i'm like exactly and that was the whole point of that whole part was to say (laughs) yeah you all this new stuff is about action but that stuff was nice too yeah exactly and even in an interview with abrams right he was like he was like i don't know star trek i wanted to make it more like star wars which explains so much and then, of course, he went and fucked up Star Wars. Yeah. Whatever. It's Star Wars. <laughs> that show was action anyway. <laughs> action and space wizards. With their and magic yet, sticks. And yet, J.J. You're stealing my, my terms and biting my rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. What you going to do about it? You're gonna, compl- I mean, you're gonna complain to the record company. I took Eric Clapton's sampled Eric Clapton's song. <laughs> I could have like listen to this poor shitty quality. No, no, it's there. I promise. You just have to listen really hard. <laughs> yeah, the quality was kind of bad on that. Yeah, ne- next time I think you just need to sample the real audio file and play it through the computer. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what I'll do is yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll from baby's camera. Was that a baby uh, radio thing? I'll uh I'll edit in and post. How about that? I'll get I'll get the real audio file and 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 edit it and post. Well, no, leave a crappy one for this recording. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. That, that gives it context for what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can't play a good thing and then have us play, you know, talking shit about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people got to understand why we're why we're why we're smashing on you right now. <laughs> wait, wait. Isn't that isn't that the theme anyway? I do something good and everybody smashes on it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That just sounds uh, wrong in some ways. <laughs> yeah, I, you you can take that in any way you want. That was uh, just reminds lean me into of this. It. Just lean into it. There. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, to completely segue out of the realm of what the hell we're talking about. Is uh, well, I was I was listening. Yeah, I know, but like to completely segue out of it, um, I was I was listening to um, a radio show, or not a radio show. It's on YouTube. It's called The Atheist Experience, where you know theists of all sorts call in and talk about their existence of God and whatnot. And so, and one of the hosts was like, "Look, man, you can cherry pick passages any way you want. So the Bible or the Quran can mean whatever you want it to mean based on what you pick from it." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that sounds right." To segue back into here, you can do something good, and everybody else says, "Yeah, you suck, dude." That was a really long metaphor. 
to get what you wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, but the, I had to provide context. You actually anyway, moving on. Half, you actually lost me halfway through. I'm yeah, me too. Now. I was like, well, are you getting it? Well, you guys are easy to lose. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Anyways, uh, so Squirrel. transitioning Squirrel. from lower from lower decks because lower decks is awesome and go check it out. Um. Oh, and uh, Cook, you forgot to mention the the best part of the episode with Boimler. Oh, I well, I didn't do a synopsis of the episode. You did that last. Oh, week. I didn't. Yeah, I did that last week, but whatever. But oh, you want me about- to do a synopsis? No, 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 no. I want you to talk about the best part of the episode that happened with Boimler. Okay. Well, you guys remember Thomas Riker? Well, now we have uh, Boimler did the same thing. In fact, he even <laughs> did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it actually occurred, he's like, oh, crap, this isn't exactly what I had in mind. <laughs> They're trapped in an tr- area where they can't transport out. And they go and Boimler remembers about the whole, he's arguing with these other officers about you know, how great those seven years on the Enterprise was, and then talks about the transporter accident, and it reminds him, oh, hey, we can use that same technique. And then, of course, he becomes two Boimers. One stays on the Titan, the other one goes back to, to the Cerritos. And um, the one part, disappointing part I had with that was they didn't actually say what happens to Thomas Riker after he spent time in that Cardassian uh, prison. In sorry for those that don't know, in Next Generation there was a transporter accident that happened before Riker uh, became first officer of the Enterprise when he was Lieutenant Riker, and um, it created two Rikers. When they go went back to this original mission on the Enterprise, they found that there was a second Riker that had never actually beamed off of the crash site on this planet and had been living for the last eight years on a crashed ship. And he was they, quite bitter about it. <laughs> he was quite bitter, yeah. He even changed his name from William Thomas Riker to just Thomas Riker. And the two Rikers were very different for being very for being identical people. Um fast forward to Deep Space Nine and there's an episode where Thomas Riker joined the Marquis and hijacks the Defiant and tries to show that there was a a joint venture between the Tauchiar and the Obsidian Order of building cloaked uh, Cardassian Gala-class ships. Uh, Of course, that's then later revealed to be an attack force to hit the Dominion, and it leads into so many different things. But Thomas Riker then surrenders the Defiant to Ben Sisko, and for the crew, the... um, uh, Maquis crew to be given Federation prison sentences instead of Cardassian prison sentences, he allows himself to be taken by the Cardassians. And so the last time we see him, he's going to a Cardassian prison. So considering they mentioned him in the Cerritos episode, I was kind of hoping they'd be like, oh, well, here's where Thomas Riker is now. But we'll see no, they may yet do that. I can still do that. And then the Boimlers are very different. One is regular old Boimler that goes back to the Cerritos, and then the new <laughs> transporter accident Boimler is is, is kind of like the Will Riker of the Titan. 
Yeah. Didn't he even ask to be called Will? Yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, that was great. Where'd DJ's go? I thought he was going to come up to the uh, stage. <laughs> I guess we, yeah. were him. we weren't talking about dumpster fires. I'm apparently not. Yeah. We were too busy talking about other things. Um, but I want to give a shout-out to, to Ultimate DJs. I want to thank him for mentioning this podcast on, on his on the air and giving us some airtime um, afterwards. Yeah, I listened uh, to that this morning. I was, was looking forward to the opportunity to uh, verbally banter with him about his opinions. Oh yeah, yeah. We went off hard. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to fire back a little bit. Yeah, he he, he was going off on Nona at, in that podcast last night after Tech left the podcast. I I don't. I mean, I think I I, I was I followed everything he was saying, but uh, don't know that I agree with. I mean, at the very end, he did, you know, bring up some good points that other people brought up. <clears throat> That server health, and that's what it's all about. And yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. If you listen to the whole thing, yeah. So I extended the invitation out to anybody on server fifteen because he wanted to do the same thing for server fifteen, and they're like, "No, don't talk about our server." And uh, why is it a big? I have no qualms. I mean, come on. Yeah, I have no. I have no qualms about it, so I'm like, come on my show, and we'll we'll do the dumpster fire on our podcast, and then you, you could come out on scathe, and then all of a sudden, as soon as I mention, hey, people, come on up and talk, they're like, me, no, not me. It's so strange <laughs> to me. I mean, maybe we desensitized our server with it, that a lot of people are willing to talk, but <clears throat> I just don't get well, it. it- well, it just goes. It goes along with what we were talking about. Um, you know, for example, why a lot of people don't follow our our Instagram because then we could actually see who they are. And people, you know, you get a lot of confidence when people don't know who you are. <clears throat> and that's how most of these folks are. They'll run their mouths because it's under condition of anonymity. And all we have is a screen name and the sound of somebody's voice. And you know, good luck trying to find it. Um, and people know that. So. But you can even take it a step further where some people, they're just afraid to even let their voice be heard. They're so paranoid, you know, they'll, they lose that, that kind of false sense of confidence. So if you're out there and you're listening to this, yeah, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you're a pansy. Yeah, you need to come on the show and fight me. <laughs> that's, that's our unofficial slogan. It's, it's cocaine and fight Kirk. Yeah, fight me. So we obviously don't mind pointing out the bullshit here on the show. Fight club. Yeah. No, we, we talk about all of we talk about it here. We call motherfuckers out, man. I'm just saying it's pretty raw. That's why I'm here. That's why Handy's here. Handy's a lot nicer than me. Instead of calling you a jackass, he'll just say that what you're doing is is a little silly. <laughs> I am a bit nice sometimes. A little too nice, probably. But if you know him personally and you speak to him personally, like like we do, you would know that him saying that you're being silly. Is basically him saying that your mother's a whore. <laughs> this is almost like you you two have like a McCoy Spock relationship. Kirk, you're the McCoy and Handy's the Spock. That's, that tracks. And, and so I'm I'm Jim. Is that is that how that works? Yeah, I no. guess so. You no, are commanding no. the show. No, no. 
You're not. <clears throat> None of you, no one here is good enough to be Kirk. I'm not even good enough to be Kirk, and it's in my fucking name. <laughs> you don't get no argument from me there. But surely you cannot be serious. <laughs> stop. Just just stop or I'm gonna kick we're gonna kick you the fuck out. Just stop. <laughs> I see a server mute in Cook's future. Uh, in any case, um going back to DJs, I wanna thank him and uh if anybody else is stumbling upon this podcast and, and you're one one of the servers that we haven't covered, please get in contact with myself, Kirk, or Handy. And come on the show. Talk about your server. I think it'll be a fun experience to uh, to get to know new servers. Because we've done server 9, 25 that have merged, 90, 190, 196 that have merged. Uh, we've done 38. We've done 12. 147, that, the, that lazy server merged with 146. Um, so there's plenty of other servers out there. Come on the show. It'll be fun. You you follow up with them, right? So nine times out of ten, it's a positive thing. I mean, getting people on here talking about it, you know, gets people talking about it. Like, there's lots of old feuds that are now being worked out. And, you know, just because they came on the show and talked about it. So nine times out of ten, it's a good thing, you know? I'd I'd say so. Um, I'd say it's a good thing. Um, you know, with, with server like, <clears throat> go ahead. I just want to say that I, I want to stress, I can't stress enough new servers because we're sick and tired of hearing about these other servers. So it's we're ready to move on to, to other things, right? Right, right. We want, we want a, a new server to talk to, right? People so, are sick, so, so I'm calling people are out. sick of hearing about ours. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, well, no, people are not no, sick of hearing about it. So, calling out server fifteen, all of you guys. Um, I was I was told to contact a guy named Ezio. Ezio, um, apparently he's a legend on server fifteen. So come on the show and talk about it. Um, or or Tall Bear, I don't know who these people are. If you know who they are, tell them to come on the show. But let, let's switch over to, to Fox, Zero Fox. He's one of the first level 50 bros on, on Server 34. And he was lit up last night and was like, I got something to say. So <laughs> how you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me on. How you been? Uh, you know, it's, I don't know. 50s weird. You just you, you finally get there, and then nothing really seems to matter much anymore in the game. I don't know. I do my duties, and I don't know if you, other 50s say that. Or I mean, yeah, to an extent. I mean, I still have plenty need, to do. I feel like we need to. <clears throat> do we need to have like a level 50 hotline for those of you who are feeling <laughs> like 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 hey i'm just down and out and they'll be like you can serve you eventually they'll come out with new levels you can just hang in there the the you know the world's your oyster yada 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 
That's a good or, or, you can even take it, or we could even take it a step further. You could just call your accountant and they can make you feel bad about thinking about quitting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just look at your bank statement anytime you're thinking about quitting the game and you'll be like, oh, fuck that. I'm sticking with it. Yeah. I mean, one thing in Dark, you know, Nash has kind of quit. He's on the sidelines or whatever. So that's shaking us up a little bit. And, Why? You know, what? So I heard uh, that he he kind of took a hiatus after his after we recorded our truck talk episode. What's uh, do you know why he kind of not quit but you know taking a break? Not exactly. No, he just I just you know he said he wanted to take a break and I can get that. So he doesn't know if he's going to come back either. You know. So. Are have you been have you been active lately? Because b- before, oh yeah, you know, every day. I mean, I'm on three, four hours every day. So okay, <laughs> all right. Um, what do you do as a level fifty? Because you're you're no, higher in power than handy. What's that? You're higher in power than handy, right? So you can give us an yeah, insight. Bit, maybe. <laughs> give us insight. That's what the non-level 50 handies do. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I just, I do my dailies, I mine, I do everything everybody else does, you know, so. I got a good question here. What, what, what made you, like, let's, because let's be honest here, because that's what we do here. Let's be honest, we don't get, people aren't level 40 and 41 and higher right now in our server without having spent money, and especially, like, at level 50, and we're not going to, discuss we always make jokes about how much money we spend and all that stuff but what drive seriously what was the drive to like continue on you know like this is something that i'm interested in you know this is something i want to pursue what was the drive to make it that high to go that high i yeah for me i i don't it's a little bit of the probably obsessive compulsive i don't know it's the wanting to support my alliance and be able to beat anybody on the server, which I still can't do. So I don't know, you know, um, there's always a bigger fish. I mean, you can beat most people on the server. That's, that should be pretty good, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, I, I think we, we all know in life that there's always a stronger motherfucker right around the corner. Oh, yeah. Yep. You can kill like so all can... but like ten people on the server. I think that's pretty good. You know, and there's people on other servers that would, you know, I'm sure would beat Inko. So not for long. Yeah, so I guess I don't. You know, kind of. There aren't that many people that could be Inko. Probably not, but there's one or two maybe. Yeah, but it, it even like that's that's where we get back to because that brings me to an interesting point here, and it'll give us definitely something to talk about. Is when we were talking about it last show or the show before, I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> where we were talking about what is the drive behind people playing, and then you know, like I, one of the things that I was talking about was that you know you have different types of people that 
that play. You have the people that are kind of like where Fox is like, I want to be the, the biggest, the baddest and da 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 da. And then you have people who <clears throat> fall somewhere in the middle. And then you have people that are kind of more along what I do nowadays. It's just I enjoy unlocking new things, you know, leveling up, you know, getting the new ship, being able to level up this officer that's going to, you know, serve me pretty well and things like that. And <clears throat> it definitely presents uh, a different approach depending upon the person. So it's it's just very interesting to see that there's not every not everybody has the same goal. Like the somebody asked the question many episodes ago, you know, well, how do you win the game? How do you win? Well, you can win depending upon your goal. You know, you want to have the highest power destroyed, you win. You want to have the highest power, you win. You want to have the biggest ship, you win. You know, and uh, so there's just so many different ways to win based on the individual's playstyle. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I, you know, my goal was to get the Ant Enterprise, the big one, and yeah, it took some money, um, and a lot of time. But that that's probably why I'm where I'm at today because I have that ship now, and now it's like I'm grinding ROM, and it's like I don't know, I'll get to eventually. But are you are you ha- are you happy with the Ante? Do you like it? I do, but it's it gets its ass kicked by the Tribune, you know. So <laughs> it's it's like everything in this game. There's always something, some way to lose and win, and and it, and it changes over time because, you know, in my 30s, you know, we were raiding everybody every chance. I raided all the time, and the, and the resources went towards something. But you get up in the upper 40s and you can't raid enough to build your stuff, so it kind of becomes pointless. And that, so then you find something else that's fun about the game. And yeah, leveling up officers or figuring out crews—that that stuff's fun. Um, but it just—I think it changes over time too. You know. Did you have a? Did you have a, a like rivalry with Chemo about who who gets higher faster? No, I don't think so. There's probably more, you know, with like Crasham and those guys in MCRN or whatever. Um, when we were fighting all the time, you know, it'd be like back and forth. <laughs> you got to up your ship to beat them, and they got up the ship to beat us, and that drove us a lot, you know. But we don't fight with them anymore, really, either. So, right, yeah, that's that was during those uh, those. Wars with uh, Orion Star, who started all of that stuff. Yeah, ancient history. <laughs> back ancient when, history. <clears throat> that's back when, for some reason, everybody com- would completely forget that Stinky existed. Like you just, you just be duking it out, and all of a sudden, here comes this ridiculously powered ship at a time where those ships weren't very plentiful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and um, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That person plays this game and is a major powerhouse." Does yep. he still play? I, yeah, he's yeah. been like he's been like the quietest person I've ever I've ever seen on the server. At, at, at right at now, power. right now his um his pylum right now is out in uh, Kronos. I just saw it. Well, Obi, oh, I never so travel. Officer Bod's very similar. Like he's pretty quiet. 
Yeah, there's a lot of people. There really are a lot of people in this game who are not very visible. But then you see them and you, and you almost forget about them every time because they don't, you know, they don't really start shit. They don't talk to people. And and then you see them and you're like, oh, right, that's a there's a 49. I forgot that person existed. Or there's another 50 I forgot existed or something. <laughs> and just because they're not involved in kind of the day to day things that we are, they just kind of play their own game and, and mind their own business. Officer Karsten's another one. He doesn't really talk to many people. Yep. So, uh, did you ever um, you get the beta sector, Foxy? What's that? You ever, you get you got the beta sector. What's the beta sector? Beta uh, the sector very, very is the top of the map. The upper right. System. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I've been yeah. up there grinding yeah. for Nintendo controllers. Do you do any of that? Yeah. Then. Uh, nah, I did a, a little bit. I don't do much of it right now. Nico's done a ton of it, and he seems to think that the expansion's going to have something to do with it. So he's been stocking up. <laughs> well, I would guess, yeah. guess that's right, you know. Probably. You ever, you ever try hitting that board cube? Is it combat research tree way over there on the right? So all that assimilated stuff. Mm -hmm. You ever try hitting that, uh, that cube? So that cube, yeah. If for those of you that have no idea what we're talking about, it's there in beta sector. When you're level, I believe forty-eight, I think you can unlock that um, path. And once you're there, there is this. Um, there's this mission boss, which is a hundred million power Borg cube that. Uh, like you can't, you you can barely scratch. Like you can throw anything you want at that thing, and it then nothing it's, will. It's touch basically it. a level hostile. It's a yellow hostile, and it's not an armada, but it fights like one. So you're basically soloing a, a yellow armada boss. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, I blew well, up a few ships and quit trying. <laughs> it's it's impossible. So. Well, that's I suspect that's going to come into play at some point. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yep. yep. You get the, the, the G5, you know, doomsday worm ship or whatever the hell they're going to come out with. It's going to be more powerful than the the stuff they have going on. I hope they don't make a ship for us that's a worm. That you'll buy, you'll, I, don't, I don't, you're going to buy it. You'll buy three packs. You'll get two packs. No, no, I'm not flying a worm. <laughs> you said you were that talking night. the same you were talking that same smack about the Meridian and then you're like yeah I got like 15 of them now <laughs> you can't you can't help yourself did it, did I say that I don't know that I said that you do you thought you you did I don't know by the I'm way not, the Meridian is definitely more phallic looking than a worm just saying I, I just don't I, I don't. Uh, I, I'm just not. I'm not spending money on that. That ship's stupid. And then all of a sudden, this Meridian is the best thing ever. We're fucking fighting everybody over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. How it went down. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> and for those for those of you, I just want to say for those of you listening, just just so you know, we're on the same team. He's one. Of, he's one of the Commodores on the team that I'm on. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, pe and people said the North Star was stupid, and then look at the look at the Meridian. 
the Golden <clears throat> North Star? Uh, the North Star, the North Star doesn't make sense to me and for most people when you get into higher levels. When you're lower levels, it makes sense. But in the higher levels, it's kind of like, you know, I scrapped that damn thing back when I was like level 29 or 30. The North Star is that is that episode from Enterprise with that mining ship that got pissed with the Noskins instead of you know carrying the load around started hunting all the Noskins. It is not for mining; it's for killing at the low levels. It's like the Tribune for tell the that, tell, it, tell, it, tell, it, tell that to Tech. I just did. I still use it to mine G three. Yeah, but you played a fact, game for like 35 seconds on every leap year. <laughs> that's that's probably very true. I, I've actually been more more uh, uh, active recently. Yeah, he's been hunting in in um, Eclipse Armada space. Hunting? I've been well, hunting. Hitting, hitting hitting armadas. Oh yeah. I guess I guess that's what you call hunting. Yeah, whatever. I'm still on my first cup of coffee. How many cups do you need? I usually as drink many a as it takes. before work. How many? Wait, how many? I didn't hear that. I usually a drink pot. a pot of coffee before I leave for work. A pot? A pot of coffee? Yeah, like three, three four cups. And then I go wow. and I have like two or three more cups. You know, I... Breakdown. And then around, and then I drink like two, three gallons of water, and then around six o'clock, I switch to whiskey. You know, I I don't drink any coffee ever. You're missing out. Yeah, I like no. my caffeine addiction. It's it, it's delicious. It, delicious. I mean, I mean, I've I've tried yeah, to. I drink, my, I drink my coffee black. Nothing in it. I tried to do the whole thing just to fit in with the with the crowd of of uh, people trying to drink either straight black coffee or wh- whatever you whatever you want to call it when you put in uh, cream and sugar in it. And I'm just like, this. Why do people do this? This is just gross. Well, it's to me, it was kind of like smoking. Like I, I wanted to fit in, but well, you probably I, I weren't doing that right. In, I wasn't doing it right. In my defense, when I was in middle school, my family had a coffee house with 50 different kinds of roasted beans. And so I was around beans growing up. And so coffee, I mean, it smells like, it smells good. Like oh, it, it smells, smells great. And then and then you take it or for me, when I took a sip of it, I'm like, this is disgusting. <laughs> Who well, does this? Be the right coffee. You got to drink the right coffee, dude. This most right. coffee are disgusting. Anyway, enough of coffee talk. Yeah, welcome um, to another episode of Trek episode Talk. We don't have anything to talk about, so we're just so talking fun. about bullshit. Um, actually, Handy, <laughs> let's talk about something that we discussed yesterday that was actually some really something really good, which was uh, let's talk about the these people that are running armadas that they really should not be running. It's almost like picking a fight with someone and then calling your big brother to come handle business. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. <laughs> hey, I, I I went there with the knowledge and said to you guys, hey, I want to run Deep Space Armadas for the loot that I can't do in my alliance. You know, 
obviously I have no business doing that, but I need it and I need the help. That's why I came to you guys. I'm sorry. I didn't even know you ran any deep space armadas. Apparently like, I didn't show up to any of them. Damn. <laughs> like 20 of them. <laughs> damn. Actually, uh, Smooth and I uh, did an epic one. Epic level 42. Just the two of us. Yeah, so basically right. Smooth did it. Right. Just the two of us. Very good, Kurt. Keep going. <clears throat> oh, fuck you. Now that everybody's paying attention, I don't want to. I was hoping it would be background stuff, and now I'm embarrassed. Time to move on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounded better than what put on earlier. Yeah, actually, that was pretty good. Hey, now um, I, can, I can sing sometimes, I guess. Maybe. Uh, Moving on. Uh, so with these armadas, I think the point that we were talking about yesterday was that too often you have somebody with like a two and a half mil enterprise and they're like using a discovery or moving their base so they can get further out and they're running you know 42 level 42 epics and then they're going around begging all the level 50s or 49s or high levels to show up and we were kind of talking about you know how it's not very conducive to you know the alliance growth as a whole and it's it's pretty Number one, it's it's a very greedy mentality, number one. But number two, because you have all those high levels, you actually are getting less loot than if you ran a sensibly sized armada with people around your level, you would actually get more loot. Well the only you other know, every, loot, everybody the would. only the only other loot they can go for or the only other armadas would be the thirty nine epic. The next level up is a forty two. Hang on. So for somebody who's right on the cusp um, and can get to the space or move their base there or whatever. Uh, I mean, I think it's totally fine that people are doing that. I really do. However, they definitely need to arrange it. They need to um, make sure they have the support. They need to message a few players and say, hey, man, are you online? Would you be able to help? Et cetera, et cetera. Because... What ends up happening is the only one who ever shows up to help is Smooth because he, he feels like but he's just a good guy. So he's, he's, if he sees it, he's going to show up. That's just how it is. And he, he, pays, uh, he also pays a lot of attention. Like he, he just pays attention to what's being run. Whereas like me, if I'm, if I'm working um, and I'm just out, you know, doing stuff during the day or whatever, and I run an armada because um, I see there's, you know, three, three, four level 50s on or whatever, and pop a 46. I mean, I'll start it, and then I won't know if I won or not for another half an hour because, like, I'm doing stuff, and I don't even check. I don't know who went. I don't know if I won or not. I don't know nothing. All I know is I started it, and that was that. And so a lot... A lot of our guys do that. Like, Inca does the same thing. Um, we all do, you know, because we're working during the day. But see, that's when everybody's kind of online. So if we want to run those, that's when we got to do it. Now for so is it lower a big, level people, Is it a bigger problem for bigger guys showing up to the lower level ones, taking up the smaller guys' slots and spots? Well, I think that happens also. Um especially like on the weekends and whatnot when people are more active. I mean, I've seen it many times where bigger guys show up to, to the smaller armadas. And the reason for that is, is usually when the smaller guys are running them, because it happens so often that 
the smaller guys start them and want the bigs to show up to ensure that they win because they want that leader chest, which I totally get. Like, it makes sense. But what ends up happening is, is whoever ran it does not star anybody, right? So what ends up happening is you've got the level 42 guys, the level 44 guys, 46 guys that have appropriately sized ships for that armada that really should be the ones in it. And then you've got a bunch of level 50s joining that should be start out. And they're not being start out because either people are busy, just like I was saying earlier, like happens to me all the time. I get busy and I don't pay attention. Or they don't want to lose, so they just let it run. Or maybe, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess people would need to tell me what their thought process is. Because I really don't know. I'm just speculating here. <clears throat> but it's, it seems like people maybe don't want to upset the level 50s because they don't want them to not show up. Because they know that <clears throat> that one day when, you know, they run one and really want to win. And if they start starring out the level 50s, maybe they won't show up next time when they really need them. You know, I just don't know. I don't know. I think it's a combination of both because I've been on, I, I know, you know, I remember what it was like to like, you can finally run a rare or an epic because, you know, there for a while, you know, it was kind of a lot harder to be able to, to run those and, and utilize those. And you run them and you're, you're kind of, you know, praying to God all the big people show because you just want to win. You don't care. You just want to get those chests. Um, so I, I've, I've definitely seen that and I've been in that position when I was, you know, lower level a much lower level. Um, and But now I see it where I think it's just become so conditioned where the, the, the you bigger players are so used to being hit up about them that when you see one, you just automatically send a ship with, with the knowledge that if they don't need you, they'll star you out. But then as yeah, you said, there's something, there's something that happens where people... Uh, and there's going to be one or two things. Number one, they just, they're desperate to win and they don't care. So they'll have like, you know, 115 million power on a 30 mil, 39 mil armada. Um, and they just want to win, number one. Or number two, they set it and forget it, like what most of us do. When I run armadas, I don't sit there. I'll run an armada, and like you say, I might come back later, realize I lost it, and then somebody else has taken it, and I'm like, ah, shit, oh well. So I think it's a combination of both. Probably, Fox, but I do, Fox. I do think, okay, go ahead. Fox, what's it like for you, running Armadas? Well, I mean, we've always had a pretty loose rule that just, you know, run your own and don't bitch if you don't get in or whatever. Um, I mean, so do you have a bunch of level 50 showing up to a 42 Epic? What's that? Do you have a, a lot of high level players showing up to a 42 Epic? Yeah, I mean, we we pretty much said forty is kind of the the spot. If if you're a higher level, don't go at anything under forty. So yeah, we still get we can get three fifties at a forty two epic. Um, but we try to run a lot of them. I mean, there's there really is no good way to do our models. There isn't. No, it's a tricky subject, so, which is why I brought it up. Yeah. And I even I yeah. even did a meeting with some of the guys from Nona and then recorded it and released it to the rest of the Alliance, just kind of discussing it because 
I think there's a lot of confusion or people that don't know the best way to handle it. You know, of course, it's something we've all talked about before, but I don't know. It'd be nice to come up with some kind of game plan to help people navigate it. You know, something simple. It doesn't have to be complicated, but. Well, and, and one thing, you know, I've noticed we always say in, in Alliance chat, you know, PM for a star if you want one. And I think I've gotten one PM in the last 300 Armadas. So when I when I see that, I don't think there's a problem. I know. People that's a funny idea. thing. Yet the, you'll have somebody that consistently, and I know this happens at every big alliance, I'm sure MCRN or, you know, whatever, you know, the, some of the top alliances have the same issues to a varying degree. But, uh, I mean, people show up to a bunch of armadas back to back, and the deep space armadas are not hard, are not easy to get to for some of these guys. I mean, a level 42, I mean, he may be, maybe he rushed home, rushed to home base to swap his ship out, swap his crew out, and then he uses his disco and he sends it out there, and then he summons, then he joins the armada, and then. And then he gets bumped. bumped. And then he gets freaking bumped. It's like, fuck. And then that yeah, happens on the, same, on the five or six side. times in the in a row. And now I understand that he could have just asked for a star, but let's be real here. If everybody, I mean, everybody wants to get a new Armada. Everybody. There isn't a single person that that showed up because they didn't want it. The only people that really don't care are the level fifties, forty nines, that are like, ah, I get into pretty much everyone I send to, so whatever. It's not a big deal. Star me out. I don't care. You know, I'm well, you know, I don't need to get into every single one because I get into a lot of them just by showing up. So for the people out there that's running them, you know, you need to star some of these guys out when you don't need them. Like if you have, I, if you have <clears throat> at least half the power of the Armada, you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, when I was there yesterday running them, there was actually an Armada I, I starred you out of, mainly for the laughs, but, um, no, I noticed that. I was oh, like, good job. Yeah, yeah, I was like, good job. I didn't say anything. I, I don't about. know if you did notice, <laughs> but I was trying to incorporate some lower levels. when they, If I saw like 250s there, I tried, and there was like 43s or 41s or even 40s. I was like, yeah, I'll star these guys because I know we have the power with the 50s just to make sure that everyone got an equal chance. Because, I mean, heck, I was there because I don't have a chance to be able to run these with my alliance. Well, you have a unique perspective, right? So it's an oddity for you because you're going to pay attention. But for us, it's like, I mean, shit, there may be 20 armadas running a day or 30 or 40 or 50 even. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, I mean like, we, I we ask, run a crap ton of them. So, well, like I asked TM for a star yet, uh, the other night and he didn't give it because we were, he was so busy. We were chatting around in, in alliance chat. He forgot to give me the star. He felt bad. I, I didn't. It was funny because he did give a star to Chef, and everyone kept mixing up me and Chef. Well, it's because you, you changed <laughs> your name to Chef Cook. <laughs> chef asked me to. Well, that's <laughs> your fault for listening to him. <laughs> On the other side of that coin, though, with the one thing that people, when you start talking about stars, there are two people <clears throat> in Nona who, any t like almost pretty much any time I run an Armada, and I'm the one that calls it, inevitably I get a PM. Hey, can you give me a star? Hey, can you give me a star? And here's the thing. I don't mind <clears throat> putting, 
giving somebody a star. You know, I as I've stated before, I'm at a point where I play the game at a, at a certain way, so, you know, I'm not clamoring to get up in higher level. I don't need all the loot. You know, I don't mind. I don't mind risking a little here and there. It's, it's fine. I'm just here to enjoy the game now. But, you know, think about when you're constantly asking every armada, you're always asking for a star. You know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I hate to say it, but it's almost like feeding a stray dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's just they just keep coming back around and back around and around. So to those people, you know, understand that, yeah, people want to help you out. But don't be that guy or that girl that's constantly trying to beg a star off somebody because it's kind of poor form. You know, other people need to well, be given an opportunity. See, here's the problem, though, Kirk. It's like <clears throat> either you're somebody that asks for stars or you're not. And the people that aren't asking it, very rarely do people ask, like, every once in a while. It's it's usually one extreme or the other. Either they never ask, even when they need it, or they ask all the time. I I would argue that it's a given, that if somebody shows up to the Armada, they want to start. It's just automatic. If somebody's showing up, they want in. I mean, let's be real here. I mean, unless you're, like I said, a, a much higher level player, you need that loot. So let's just assume everybody wants a star. So when you're running an armada, if you're the person running it, either you, um, you know, if you don't say anything in AC, right? It's the middle of the day. You don't say anything at all. It's just assumed that power plays. It's a gun show, right? <clears throat> power plays. And then, uh, you know, when you do have the time and you are actually playing the game and not just, you know, when you're at work, you're starting an armada here and there. Then in those situations, go into AC and tell people, hey, I'm looking to star a bunch of people. You know, everybody show up. Um, I'll get as many people in as I can. You know, whatever. Just tell people or come up with some kind of code that, you know tells people what kind, you know, what to expect. That way they don't waste their time showing up to Armada that they have no hope of getting into. <clears throat> right? Wow. What do you think, Fox? Yeah, I, I think that's all you can do. You know, it's... I agree, people probably want the star, but they don't ask, because it is usually the same kind of the same five people or so that do actually ask for stars, which is fine because that's what we tell them to do. But mm -hmm. yeah, you just, you, you do try. I do try anyway. If I, if, if I run one and there's one person left out, the next one I run, I try to star that guy that got left out if he's there again, you know, but it doesn't always work out either. So um, not always. And it's harder. It's really hard when you run, you know, an uncommon, and you have seven slots, and only Nobody five people up. show up. <laughs> yep. And then you run a rare right afterwards, and twelve people show up, and it's like, well, <laughs> what to do? You know. So. Well, that's the that's the thing. If you really want to find out who's online, you need to run a rare and epic. And you, I'm telling you, you're gonna find out everybody that's online because the whole squad's showing up, plus some people from other alliances and servers. Here's the thing: if you if you <clears throat> want us higher level players to take you seriously and to want to star you in without you asking, 
then show up to the uncommons when we run them. I mean, that's really going to show us who's down to party, you know, show up to the uncommons. And now sometimes I'll run uncommons just to see who's really wanting to show up. Yep. And then I'll run some rares and epics. But I, I start with uncommons because, you know. The, the problem also is um, who actually is active during the Armada. Because, and, and let me qualify this. If somebody starts an Armada, there's a timer. And uh, are Deep Space Armadas 15 minutes also? Or are they seven minutes? They all are, yeah, yeah. They're all, okay. Yeah. All right, so nobody is going to be active for those 15 minutes. As far Typically as I not. remember. As far as I remember, most people aren't active during those 15 minutes. And so it, it at some points there's um, an activity factor that nobody's talking about how if you're a lower level player that's trying to get into an armada, you know, a bigger one, and you're doing all the right things, you're showing up to the armadas and you're PMing for stars, there is going to be a significant amount of percentage time that you're just going to be ignored because people just go offline. They just start it and forget it. And then no matter how much you want to try and, and be active about it and proactive, showing up to the uncommons and the rares, you're just going to get flat out ignored. Because I know that's happened to me too many times I can count. You know, I like I ask for a star and then people are like, oh, sorry, dude, um, I got a phone call. Or sorry, dude, I, I put my phone down or all these things. So there's an aspect of, uh, unfortunately, uh, activity that the person starting the armada and the people going to the armadas have to have in order to solve this quote armada armada puzzle. And it's it first of all, it's a waste of fucking time to 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 be active for 15 minutes just to staring at just to stare at the screen for nothing. But I if if that is truly a problem that people are facing, then that has to be only solved with activity. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, speaking of Armada's side note, um, Handy and anybody else from Nona, I just started a forty-four in Klingon space, just in case you're interested. Sorry, please continue. Thanks for sharing. I mean, it's a rare, so I'm sure everybody's going to show up. Probably. And their mother. Yeah, somebody else from another server too. See Red Deuce show up to our armada. Mom's got to get down too. So, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, truly. But uh, I do think that people need to try to pay more attention when they're able to. And just, uh, you know, just people also need to understand that, you know, hey... You know, a lot of times people are not paying attention, so try not to get frustrated and whatnot. Just, you know, this is an uncommon. No, everybody has. Oh, that's Gropers. What did you start? Oh, Go ahead, Fox. No, I just said everybody kind of has that, that same problem. All alliances do. I, I, yeah, I think exactly what Andy said. And then also just, if you are getting frustrated, just talk to 
one of the guys that does run a lot of armadas. And like in our case, I know I would try to get people in if they talk to me. So not sure I can do it, but I, I do watch quite a bit when I am running. But I also, when we're running these deep space ones, if we start getting up, you know, 44 rare plus, it is nice to have three, four fifties in there so that you don't have a yeah. 250 million trip repair bill when you're done with the armada because then it doesn't make sense to do them anymore. So there's some of that too, you know. 250 million trite. That that seems it's an exorbitant heavy. amount of tritanium, isn't it? Yeah, for a couple of credits or whatever we get from the things, you know, but um if is. you have if you have the right ships, it doesn't cost you that much. But if you star in a bunch of the wrong ships with the wrong crews, it can end up costing you a lot. So, well, see, that's another big thing is crews. Like, people got to bring the right crews. Otherwise, you know, and I just think people need to communicate more, especially when they're trying to get into an armada that's above their weight class. <laughs> like, bring a crew that's going to help the armada, and you'll definitely get in, you know? If you show right. up to an armada with a Pike Moreau chin crew, you need to throw your whole phone away. Oh, I've done it. <laughs> That's totally because done you're that an before. asshole. I didn't do it on purpose. Obviously. You, you know, I, I uh, um, is this a new feature? But you can click on your alliance mates and check out their crews. Yeah, it is yeah, a you new can, feature. You can scan them now. Out freaking time too. I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Apparently, apparently you could do. A hamster says you could do it with bases as well. Yeah, that's really nice for rating, so you can see if it's really worth blowing up your ships for protecting somebody that's only got like ten mil left or something. You know. <laughs> the only reason I I even found it is because the the other dude in my alliance. Like I scanned for some reason, I I clicked on his ship, and I'm like, man, I wonder if I could see what his crew was. I'm like, oh, that's weird. I can actually do that. How odd. But yeah, that was that was fun. That opened up a conversation about what what crew you should bring to the next armada that we're gonna run. I mean, I think yeah, it's pretty is. Um, I think a good crew is running whole breach and uh, burning. You know, like if you want to be a sacrificial lamb and, uh, you know, just apply those effects to the armada so that your teammates can win easier and they don't take as big of repair bills, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that and people also need to, I'm seeing so many people. What did you say? No, go ahead. Okay. I'm seeing a lot of people that, and, and I guess I'll go ahead and address those people. Folks, Kirk and Spock are not the end-all, be-all crew in an armada. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wheel it up and say it again. Kirk and Spock are not the end-all, be-all crew on armadas. I see so many people, I see so many people doing various armadas, and everything they do is Kirk Spock, no matter what ship it's on. Some of these people are putting Kirk Spock on a freaking Enterprise. 
Like do some at least minimal crew research, <laughs> and I promise you, you will do so much better. I've seen people show up to armadas with mining officers, and just this grab bag of crews. The 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 numbers below the officers are not the most important thing. It's matching the abilities to the ship and the situation. Quit, you know, getting so fixated on numbers. That's, this is the reason why you'll have people with a four and a half million enterprise beating a seven or eight million jellyfish. You know, things like that. The, the numbers aren't really all where, you know, the end all be all. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Well, you got to talk, talk to your, talk to your, your people, talk to your alliance, uh, read those discord channels where people have posted crews for armadas. I mean, there's information there. I'm sure almost every alliance has posted some sort of channel or maybe in their general or whatever where they have talked about the crews to use, you know, or when they find a new crew, they post a screenshot and say, oh, man, look how good this worked. I mean, the information's there. Did I ever tell you what uh, one guy brought to Arbata? A crew, which I, I, I've never seen this before, and I can't imagine that this was very useful, but it was... Um, Pike, Moreau, and Uhura. And I'm just like, what is that? I, I guess I guess if you really, really want to improve the accuracy, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Hey, shout out to uh, Admiral Jansen down there. I see you down there lurking. You want to come up, Jansen? You want to say a couple things? Jansen, do you even play this game anymore? <laughs> Jansen, welcome to stage, buddy. Do you still play the game? I know he plays a lot of Star Trek online, but not so much Fleet Command. I mean, he did try it out last I heard with uh, with the new um, Scopely PC version. Which, yeah, by the, the way, the PC is version. Are, do you have to use an emulator? Or what? No, no. no it, it's, so, what it's you have to do is you you have to do you have to sign up for Scopely ID and right, do so that. Yeah, and do that um, while you're shielded, because if anybody knows what happened with Die, <laughs> that one dude from Die tried to do it, and all of a sudden he's getting raided by Dark. Um. And then uh, once you've once you've logged once you get your Scopely ID, then you can sign into the game. That's your emulator. Th that that is its own emulator. So Supposedly, I imagine. <clears throat> so there's a PC version of the game now, basically. Correct. Yes. Can you see more of the star systems than you can on a phone? Only. Only if you are modified. Like DJs, when DJs did his podcast slash simul stream, um, they modded the thing where you can actually make the icons a lot smaller and you could see the map in its entirety. But as it is, if you downloaded like what Scopely asked download, then no, you cannot. It, it looks like the mobile game just on a bigger screen. It looks so, like you're playing on a giant <laughs> Which I've done before. I've run the game on an, on an emulator before, and I was like, this sucks. I can see less of the screen than I can on my iPhone. It sounds like it, sounds like it would 
um, I mean, I don't know about the the PC, you know, playing it on on your computer or whatever, but it sounds like it would be having a Scopely ID would be a good way for, you know, a lot of folks are having issues when they're having to, you know, download it on a new device or whatever, where they're getting locked out of their account. Sounds like that would be a hypothetically a good way to try to mitigate a lot of that those issues. That's actually one of the big points about it because it, it would save Scopely tech, uh, Scopely support tons of work because apparently they get inundated with that stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. but you're gonna, yeah, but then you're gonna have to. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be. I'm surprised it's not like a a prime Scopely ID pack or something. You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, that you can also use a Scopely ID for all the Scopely games, not just STFC. Does anybody play any other Scopely games? I can't imagine why we would, but... Don't they do Scrabble or something? Tech plays Scrabble. He's always talking about disease. I don't, I don't play Scrabble. That's just one of those. It's a joke. It's a joke. But... It's saying, uh, yeah, I, I, buy a for low, low price. So, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put it past him, let me just say. Although, I will say that the Scopely ID uh, will make it harder to sell accounts in the future. I think it would make it easier. What are you talking about? I think it would make it easier, too, actually. Why? Because you You don't have to attach your Google Apple ID to it. Yeah, I mean, you can just attach it to whatever email address and password, and you're good to go. Yeah. I mean, if anything, they just made it a lot easier for people to sell accounts, which kind of sucks. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a, if anybody I mean, buys I mean, an account out there, don't ever tell anybody because I can tell you right now that nobody's going to respect you. Shout out to Orion Star. <laughs> oh, <laughs> burn. Man, that that wasn't even that that wasn't just a shots fired. That was that was both barrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Golly! Oh, sorry. Apparently, <laughs> no. But for real though, I mean, the reason people have mutual respect in this game at all is because hey, we all fought for where we got to. So, uh, shout out to Orion Star. Why don't you come on the show and tell us the experience of 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 buying an account? And <laughs> I'd be happy to hear that. I would be very I, interested to hear that, honestly. I would be interested in, in in hearing how long it took them to figure out how to cruise ships and, you know, what well, everything that, that's, was. That's and, an ongoing process. That's that's. <laughs> <laughs> He's still figuring that out. <laughs> oh, sorry, buddy. I, I see. I see. Lethal of. weapon is uh, is chiming in. That would be funny. Why don't you come on the show with Lethal at the same time? Oh, he's laughing. <laughs> oh no, my Meridian got hit. Let's see. I'm just looking down here at the. I uh... should. I should start a war. I should I should do a one man alliance war because my meridian got hit. What do you think, Handy? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a Who valid reason you? to go to war, you know. <laughs> Who hit you? I don't know. Some of the, some of those weird alliances that I've 
that I don't even know existed. Let me check. Not bold, no. If it was bold, I'd just go into their territory and pick up some OPL. Uh, fire? The fuck is a fire? Oh, fire used to be tank. Oh. Uh, they changed their name? Yeah, tank merged with, with Maru, and then Maru changed to Koba, and tank t- changed to fire, and Koba became the uh, territory alliance, and tank became... How do you remember all this shit? He's probably in the middle of it. Yeah, I guess. I, 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 I'll take the fifth on that one. Cook's nosier than you are, Handy. I guess so, fuck. I, I do like to keep my hands into a lot of different things. Just Fire have a territory? Fire does not have a territory, but you can hit Koba since they have sister alliances. Fire is basically oh, perfect. a leader alliance for Koba. Excellent. Where's Koba's territory at? I gotta go and smack some ships. The lower right, I think. No, no, they're up, up upper, top. upper left. Complete oh. opposite side. Well, it was twenty twenty five percent chance of <laughs> you getting it right. <laughs> like there's always the middle, but you're in the middle. There's there's three of them. All right, I gotta finish up these two armadas that I'm running. You have and one then... man alliance. How are you running two armadas? There's two uh, people in his alliance. There's two people in my alliance. Oh, you recruited. Nice. Yeah. This show is terrible. Absolutely. I don't know why DJ promoted it. It's so bad. We need more <laughs> this, this episode, it's just like a bunch of... It's like everybody showed up to work hungover and nobody really wants to do anything, but we're forced to. Mm-hmm. We're not forced to. Oh. Jansen, tell, tell us more things that are funny. Yes, Jansen, please entertain us. I don't know anything. Can you do a song and dance? Definitely not. <laughs> okay. Well, it's worth a try. <laughs> we tried. <laughs> we, we tried to reignite <laughs> the dumpster fire, but no, it's but gone to, out, guys. To talk a little bit more about that Scopely ID, I think it's also part four cross-progression for their other platforms they're planning to do because that has been the biggest issue with mobile games going onto platforms is the individual market stores such as xbox and playstation they don't want cross progression because they want people to start using their stores where they get that 30 percent cut which is also what i think one reason scopely has not put this onto steam is because they're trying to get away from that cut of that store and the rumor is they didn't they did a deal with PlayStation, Sony, to do the processing of the payments through their PC game as the way it is right now for a 5% cut. Greedy bastard. How big does your yacht have to be, motherfucker? So this is just a ploy to get more money? I, think. I guess that's not too surprising. If they get everybody to stop using Apple or Google or whatever, that makes them more money, I guess, right? Well, what I would like to see is if they get people to stop using Apple or and um, uh, Google and they're using the emulator, if on the emulator they charged less for the pack since they're not having to give that money to Apple and Google, that would get a lot of migration over there. 
because if they're taking 30 percent so that's 30 dollars out of a 70 dollar pack you charge 70 for what would be a hundred dollar pack on the phone apps everyone's going to be using that emulator man they're not ain't nobody reducing shit yeah i was just gonna say they're not gonna they no nah, man. Once you no, nah, they're they're gonna they're gonna increase profit margin. That's the name of the game. Yeah, a man can hope, can't he? No, no. You can wish well, in one hand. Look, here's the deal. You can wish in one hand and shit in the other, and you can tell me which one fills up faster. I mean, but all you have to do is look at the timelines game that's on Steam and the Epic Game Store, and and realize that they're going to get thrown overboard by all PC players because they're not going to deal with anything this game has to do. Like the spending wise, PC gamers are not going to have it. Yeah, no. No, those of us who are spending a bunch of money in this game have mental health issues. We've already established that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We've, I mean, and I say that both jokingly and and also seriously. We there's an issue now. I'm not saying we're all super psycho crazy, right? But there's an issue. We spent money on some pixels. I mean, there's we we know that a lot of it has to do with COVID. And because we spent so much time in the game, you know, if you play the game like a lot of us did during COVID, where you're pretty much on 24-7, you run out of shit to do in a day. So what's the next thing to do? Well, if I could just upgrade this, then I could have new stuff to do. So that's a lot of what drove us too, you know. But even still, the fact that we spend as much money as we have, um, it, there's, I'm pretty sure there's some, someone far smarter and, and far wiser than I. Um, that probably would be able to tell us the name of the mental disorder that we all have or we all uh, share in some way. Here's a question: Can I, can I, can I, can I uh, solo kill a level thirty-three epic armada with a two point five mil enterprise? I don't know. Let's try it. Let's. No. Might might take two times actually, so so we'll see. We'll find out in fifteen minutes. You can use one of the exocomps that boosts armada damage by four hundred percent. Oh yeah, that'll get it done. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that. I don't think that five percent boost in damage you're gonna get from that's totally gonna do it for you. Oh my god, yeah. I will say that uh, I recently got an opportunity, I think Epi was talking about it a while back with the Exocom, Epi or somebody was talking about the 500% increase in ship experience. Man. I love that. I will, uh, that, I was able to go in one hour, I was able to take a ship from like level 30 to 45 so I could scrap it. I mean, it was, I was getting 15, 20,000. Say what? It was Gastella? Um, I think, no, I think it was a Mayflower. Oh, nice, because everyone's been using it for the Stella. It's been driving handy nuts because he wants to know what a real ship is like. Yeah. The Stella you already get more for. So, so what you do is, what you do is you, you use that, and then what I did was I found some comparable levels. I wasn't trying to hit too high out of my weight class. And I was putting Pike, Moreau, and then whatever the officer that boosts the experience for Explorers. 
and plus the 500 percent and i was getting a lot of experience it was pretty ridiculous so that definitely for anybody who's free to play or somewhat free to play like i am um balling on a budget so to speak that's really good for leveling up ships especially when you start talking about like the jellyfish and these other ships where it takes you know 1.5 million experience to level up and stuff like that what uh what level does your um exocomp factory need to be at to get those actually Uh, that you get from an event yeah that one uh, was an event yeah, experience if you were in an alliance, yeah. maybe you would have gotten it. <laughs> there you go. Aww. What a burn. What a burn. Oh. And he's so so cute with his burns. Um I can tell you though that I got my Exocom factory up to level twenty-five today, thanks to yesterday's um event. And that's when you can do the get the grade three um, uh, exocomp stuff. And I thought I got an XP one at twenty five. Yeah, but it wasn't the three. It wasn't the four star. I'm looking right now. Has anybody tried out these uh, combination ones yet? I haven't tried it yet. I mean, I have it. I just haven't tried it. I did a warp speed with a combat boost yesterday when I was trying to run to those deep space armadas so that I could, you know, get there faster and do more damage. But I was just running the two-star one, so it wasn't much of a difference. Like, it literally shaved maybe a minute off my warp time. A minute? That's not bad, I guess. Yeah, a minute off of like an eight-minute warp time. Went to seven. That's not, that's not bad. What's the fucking point of even running it? <laughs> to get the baby done. You're gonna get there either way. God damn it! I just saw this. I just saw this from Lethal Weapon when I st- when I started that rare earlier. Lethal said he sent his Prius to the 44 rare. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank God he sent that. We're guaranteed to win now. Golly, man. Can, can, where, Lethal, where's where's Lethal at? I, he keeps you shifting know, alliances like every day. I don't know. I, don't, I can't keep track of it. You know, the fact that Lethal drives a Prius just completely ruined his image for me. Just saying. <laughs> that thing probably gets great dilithium mileage. Yeah. It's very hard for me to respect you now, Lethal. Hey, I just gave you a hand so you can uh, hop on up here if you want. Andy gave you a hand. I gave you a hand. Yeah, Andy's giving out hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, now. Anybody else want to <laughs> <laughs> Can you say petroleum jelly? <laughs> or, or the actual word for it, petrolatum. That sounds. Don't get that sounds Did you say petrolatum? Yeah. That that sounds like a that that sounds like a scientific term for a part of the penis. <laughs> uh, sure. Let's, let's let's go with that. Anybody else want to come up? Chemo. I just gave you a hand too, buddy. How did it feel? Want to come up? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, uh, let's give it, rescue I, Ranger. Actually, so rescue's got a hand now too. Um, there's a bunch the of other term. I'm not inviting any of those randos up here. They're down. Wow. There's uh, the other term Later, for Australia Indian Joe is also called soft paraffin. If you want to use that, that's a that's any better. What's up, Ranger? How you uh, doing? Thin Bopper is really like anxious to come up here. No, 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 no. None of those people are coming up. They're not even people or computers or whatever. <laughs> wow. You're going to bring them up on stage and they're going to be like, we've been trying to reach you about your extended warranty. Yeah. <laughs> it's alienating your audience. These are people that we've never seen before. They don't even know what game we're playing. Anybody that wants to come up on the stage, if uh, you can tell me what server we play on and what game in a PM, I'll bring you up. <laughs> server 34. Hey, don't give them the answers. Um, at any rate. So how are things going, Rescue Ranger? You lost her. Can you guys so. hear me? Can you I guys can hear me? now, yeah. Okay. I was trying to figure it out. No, everything's going good. Yeah. How's the new uh, ISO agreement for you? Uh, well, you know, my guys still hit three star, and, and they usually go to most, and most um, usually comes and hits our bases. Yeah. Yep. I tell my guys, we're going to do that. Make sure everybody shields first. Well, you know, uh, I was actually talking with some people yesterday about this, and um, it seems that for the most part, if people go and hunt for an ISO they don't have, if they, if they, as long as they don't overdo it, nobody cares. Like, or you have that one player, right, that cares, and then everybody else is like, whatever, I don't care. But yeah. If you see, there's a difference between going into a system and clearing every single OPL you can find and using a ship that's not even getting a quarter of the cargo. So, like, you go hit a, an OPL Meridian that's sitting on 400K OPL or whatever is showing, and they're using, uh, they're using a battleship or something or... Um, you know, they're using a ship that gives them 50K of that. I mean, it's like, come on, you're just wasting it. Not only that, it's like it, it, it has the effect of making people feel like they're just getting trolled. It's like automatically, if somebody did that to me, I'm going to assume they're hitting me just to fuck with me. That that is the only reason. Because coming in there and poking at me for 50K or 30K or whatever your ship's taken, is ridiculous. Not only that, but I've seen people where they'll hit one ship, now their cargo's full, and they'll go hit the ship right next door. It's like, okay, well, now you didn't get any of that cargo, and it just went into deep space and never to be seen again. And now that player just got two ships blown up. 
the player attacking got 50k of it, and now he's got a repair bill. So he's pissed, rightfully so. You know, players got to understand that if you know, if you're gonna go hit OPL, make sure you take it all first off, and secondly, don't hit a ship when your cargo's full. Freaking pay attention. Like if you're that lazy of a player that you can't tell when your cargo's full or you don't know how much your ship can hold, I mean, come on. Like, of course, people... All right, but before you finish your thought, Foxy's got to run, so I want to thank Fox for being here. Come on, you're, you're more than welcome to come on again. Yeah, welcome anytime, Fox. Take care, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Cool. See you later. Have a good yeah, one, buddy. Um, to your point, Handy, if you have a full cargo and you kill someone, uh, that person you killed is going to keep 100% of that cargo. It's not going into deep space or whatever. Oh, whatever. Right. But the point is, no. like, it's. I think it's more about the fact that people are having to repair that. I mean, a maxed out Meridian's not cheap to repair. No. And I think that's the main reason people get pissed. Not only that, you just waste some people's time. So now they're pissed, and now they feel like they have to deal with it, right? So now they're going to have to send a PM or have a conversation or go whine to the Admiral, and that's just a fucking pain in the ass. Nobody wants to do that. So, you know, I mean, and that's where it comes down to educating players. Like, you had, we need to educate people so that they don't do crap like that. And I don't think... Most would be having any problems, Ranger. I really don't. If people well, just I, paid a little bit of attention. Well, my guys are not going in with uh, uh, battleships. They're using that that Borg ship. And the Vidar. Will, yeah, and some of them will take their miners because if their miners are bigger, they'll take their miners and hit them. Right, and I believe that hopefully most of your people do that. However, Dragon Silver's told me that. You've got players that didn't do that. They used to sell it in. I'll tell them not to do that then. I I don't know what ship they were using. All I know is next time I know they're hitting our bases. So I was like, well, you know, shield. And see, here's where the communication stuff comes in. And that's what I was saying in the the Discord channel. Um, I'm like, dude, people just need to talk to each other. You know what I mean? And if they can do it. I can get stunned on that Vidar too. Like Dragon Silver has a tendency to be a little overprotective of her flock and then you know, may not always have a good conversation first before, you know, telling her people, oh, I'll just go hit their bases. You know what I mean? It's up to everybody to act like adults and just talk it out. I mean, yeah. if a particular player does something like I just described, they should let you know so that you can have a conversation with them, right? Right, because that's something I did not know. Well, I believe it's on the ISO channel. You can read it there. Um, okay. they, I, they didn't say anything about what ship to use. I didn't see anything about that. Maybe it was a private message to me. Maybe, because I have don't to go check. I have to go find where I read that. But that, that wasn't part of the agreement, but it was a, you know, you're here to get it's, it's it, But it's one of those things that's like, if if somebody goes and, and hits with a Saladin and blows up two Meridians and only got a little bit of the loot from one of them, it's like, that person's just trolling. Yeah. 
maybe they're ignorant and they just don't know better. I have no idea. Or maybe it's in retaliation from for some perceived attack, quote unquote. I just don't know. But the fact is, is the heart of the agreement is, look, we're happy to share the loot with you. But if you're just going to blatantly leave a bunch of loot on the table just to go blow ships up, I mean, that's just as good as a dry hit, in my opinion. Well, maybe, but, you know, some of these guys, they don't have ships that carry that much cargo. No, I think Handy's talking about the second ship. Yeah, if you don't have no room, you shouldn't be hitting a second ship. Exactly. I I will make sure my guys understand that. Yeah. Nobody told me that. So when I didn't think, because I don't do that. If my ship's full, I go home and offload and go back. But well, I, I know Grazi. Maybe some of my guys. You might want to shoot. Well, Grazi won't answer you because he doesn't answer anybody. But no, if you were I... to talk to Grazi, he would tell you that's what happened. But at any rate, um, I, I, I get if Saladin is the only ship size that that person can use that has any cargo ability and the ability to kill one of those high-end uh, meridians, you know, that's fine. But then, my, you know, Now, my argument would be to that person, then don't hit those higher-level people. Yeah. Go to an appropriate-sized alliance with appropriately-sized ships, and maybe you find somebody that's only OPL 50K. I mean, just but be smart the, about it, right? The problem is that some of those lower alliances like that are we're friends with them. Well, I know, but like, you, know, you gotta you choose your out. battles. Not only that, it's only three star. Even if you were able to raid enough to get a full pull, it's only twenty five percent of at max. It's only twenty five percent of what you are able to refine a day. So let's say they're able to raid enough to get ten percent. I mean, that's only ten percent. I mean, it's just—is it really worth the grief? Is it really? worth pissing a bunch of people off just so you can get a little bit more, a negligible amount? I mean, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, sir, I'm very happy to go mine some ISO 3 for any of your members if you want. just takes me 45 minutes and I can have a full load for them. I will see. I've told them that we'll see. Or I think I have. We'll and see. Oh, sorry. This, my, my last week has been, this has been a really screwed up week but um yeah get on my knees sprained her ankle and you know i've had a i've had a full week holy crap um well that makes it very difficult on leadership people get busy and they're not able to address these things like i was talking i was talking to red eye i was talking to red eye last night real briefly and he's working a 15-hour day and he's yeah. just like, yeah, I know there's shit going on, but I don't have any time to deal with it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, let me know if I can help. Usually, you know, I can, but this week has been really, really, um, busy because we had a we have a big fire in our area now, and it's become the priority one fire in California now because of there's three thousand homes, five thousand homes, and it's the Dixon half. fire. No, no, this is the French fire. Uh, another one. Yeah. The Dixon is no longer a priority because it's already burned the homes it's going to burn, I think. I think now it's going away from the homes. But yeah. This one, we were actually evacuating people with um, the houses burning next to us and the trees were burning next to us. And Jesus. We were basically putting the old people in their cars and telling them, 
the hell get out, out of here, here. you know, leave yeah. everything, you know, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it wiped out a whole, I think, I don't know how many homes, but the ones we were, we were in, they were burning, so, and so we've been evacuating people left and right, so <laughs> I go to work for eight hours, and then I go do that for five hours after work, so. Yeah. But well, it looks like it looks like the winds have died down, so hopefully you know, it they'll get it. But anyways, yeah, and, yesterday it was very very windy in California. Yes, it just, and it the fires well, just went crazy. They did, and this one went and we were back and forth. Okay, who were we evacuating? You know, what area? Where do you need us at? You know. <laughs> Made for a very interesting day. Uh, but anyways, yeah, this week has been tough, but nobody said anything about the ships. And I can understand that because why, why would you hit another ship if you can't even pick up the cargo? For sure. Uh, so I will address that. With well, and eyes. then there's, there's also the, um, over farming. It's kind of like, what's, what's an analogy I can use. It's like, don't go clear cut a forest. You go out and you take a few trees. So the forest stays healthy. You know what I mean? So for people yeah. looking to go take OPL, don't just go clearing systems or going back to the same system or the same alliance. Spread it out a bit. And if that means you need to drop some of your friendlies that aren't really doing anything for you, then drop some of your friendlies so you can increase the size of the pool of people you can go hit. You know, I don't know. Just thoughts. But yeah. uh but yeah, I mean, there's there's ways to go about it. I mean, you just don't want any of your guys making their presence known too much by any one alliance because then that's going to affect the response, right? Correct. Like people are going to do something about it, you know? Yeah. And and that's when you get people dry hit or going and hitting a bunch of bases and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, no, I, they, they I'm never the, dry hit us. It was just they came in and hit unshielded bases. Well, I, I know that's happened to other alliances, though. Oh, okay. Well, we haven't been, as far as I know, they didn't say anything about being dry hit. Well, that's good. But on the flip side of that, I mean, if one of your guys goes and hits just one person, and that person comes and now they're living in your TC, hitting a bunch of ships and freaking out over one freaking glass of spilt milk, that's a problem, too. And yeah. that player should report that person to their to their respective admiral, you know. So it goes both ways, you know, uh, for the agreement, you know, to kind of to work and everybody to get along. You know, you got to just balance things out. You know, just sensible play. Yeah. And it's easy to do as long as people have good intentions. Yeah, and most people do. I mean, in a I way. I think so. I mean, but some people, their blood gets up and they, you know, act like fools. I mean, we're all capable of it. Well, they get a little competitive, I think. Yeah. You know, I get it. It happens. That it does. It does. But I wish you luck. You know, I hope it works out for you guys. And if you it ever will. need to. If you ever need uh, any help with anything, let me know. I will. And keep rescuing those people. Yep. We will. 
but hopefully we don't have to anymore. Hopefully, hopefully they get it because it's not a very big fire. It's just they got homes in, in the way. Yeah. It's actually very small compared to what everybody else has in California, but it's got communities in the way. So, uh, fire is a fire. Yep. They're all capable of getting out of control, especially when the whole freaking state's dry as a, I don't know what. Well, shout they out have to, all these... <clears throat> shout out to Ultimate DJs down there in the audience. No, he came back. Oh, yeah. He did Where's show he up at? again. There's DJs. What's up, buddy? Hey, I got a bone to pick with you. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Fight me. Fight. Let's fight. (laughs) Half of my bones aren't working right now, so you can have like one of the bad ones if you want. The the what? You're working. I just you'll win. Are you? Have you been carried off by the hurricane? Are you near Cook? Yeah, seriously. DJ's buddy. Hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Hang on. <laughs> oh, that's right. A hurricane is bearing down on the East Coast, huh? Actually, it went down to a tropical storm after I closed the restaurant for the day. And, oh, really? it, and it didn't even make landfall. And so I'm only dealing with 25 mile per hour winds. And I'm like, great, I closed for a centimeter of snow. Yeah. <laughs> snow. It, it's a joke because um, out here, people, the weatherman will forecast six feet of snow. And so everything shuts down. And then you only get like a centimeter of snow. And everyone's like, what the hell just happened? And then they'll say, oh, we're just getting in this light little dusting. Everything stays open, and then we get hit with like two feet of snow, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yep, yeah. it's only only job you get to keep and be wrong all the time. Yep, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I live in Tampa, so you know, twenty-five mile an hour winds is like barbecue breeze. Yeah, <laughs> it's like barbecue breeze for me. I'm like, oh, I could open. <clears throat> so all all important update here. Um, a two point five mil enterprise can barely scratch a thirty three epic. Saw it coming. Yeah, I kind of did too. Wait, where was the epic? It's in Klingon space. Okay, the... <laughs> he ain't telling you, motherfucker. Well, no, I was gonna say if you hit the epic in like um, Romulan space, then yeah, it would have been like hitting a battleship. You would totally gotten your ass kicked. Klingon space, it's good because then you have the advantage using the explorer because it's got the interceptor bonuses. Try the exocomp. <laughs> you and your exo- you and your exocomp. <laughs> I like them. So, so DJs, I got I gave you a nice shout out because you gave me a nice shout out, and here you are. And then Handy is gonna, um, you know, try and verbally abuse you because you're you were ragging on Nona the whole time. Yeah, I, you know it, it's it's funny because even on even on my own server, like people people hone in. It's like newspaper headlines. People hone in on like one sentence or two sentences and forget the the broader conversation. I actually was was really clear like on the surface, like when you first hear this story, when I first listened to the podcast. You cut out there. Did you change your orientation? No. (laughs) 
<laughs> I went on push to talk because I'm sitting on the porch and I got a breeze. That's why you had the wind noise. So I'm just I'm sitting on the porch right now, watching you know nature and it's lovely. But uh, no, what I mentioned was it's it's like headlines. People hone in on like one or two sentences or one comment and forget the broader point of the conversation. What I had mentioned to Handy was you cut out again on the surface when I first heard about the conflict with Nona. The, the, the gut reaction is, you know, okay, they're whining about OPCL, but there's a deeper mechanic I- involved here, and, and that mechanic is just simply play player's choice, play your way, you know, and, and I think the bigger problem with what Nona has done on their server is not that they've decided that they're going to change their way and that they've decided that they're going to deter players from hitting their cargo. I think the bigger issue is just that it's it's like a shock and all thing. Like it's it's contrary to how their server is traditionally used to playing. But at the same time, like, you know, I've always been a huge believer in not imposing play style on any player. So if Nona has decided that this is what they're doing, at least they gave the courtesy of saying to their server, hey, this is what we're going to do. And if you engage us, then we will engage you. Because at the end of the day, it's their right to play however they want, you know. So it it's it's interesting to to see them make that decision. At the same time, they are super one hundred percent within their rights to make that decision. And the server also has a choice. The server can't say, you know, well, you're telling me how I can play. No, they're not. They're telling you how they're going to play, and now you have a choice as to how you're going to engage Nona. So I think it's super fascinating. I don't. I mean, me personally, I, I don't know that I would be personally on board with with a decision to to go to war over over cargo hits. However, Nona and their leadership have made a decision, and they are within their rights to play however they want to play. So, if they're offering to their server, basically saying, "Hey, listen, this is what we're going to do," and and here's you know our our updated ROE. Now, you guys have a choice as to how you're going to engage us. I have a I have another question. Pretty much it in a nutshell. Are you are, are you using a vocoder or are you just not using your radio voice cuz you sound different? Yeah, almost like you've been sucking helium. Well, no, it's because he's on a phone instead of a nice microphone. Yeah. I'm just push that button a little bit harder. <laughs> this button. It's either the wind or the button. My God, this button. <laughs> I was I was just thinking it was like um, you have this uh, perfectly tuned radio voice that you bust out, and then when you're not on the radio, you're like, oh, yeah, hey, it's me, guys. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, everybody come on to Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. We'll I was going to say, you, you, walk in, you walk into any radio studio, and there's like $10,000 worth of equipment that is designed to make me sound good. This is what I sound like normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can I can hear the difference. But you mean, it you mean it's not it's not perfect baritone that everybody has that 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 goes on the radio. It's not like hello and welcome to the program. Like, <laughs> did you just become? Did you just become Sulu? If you. <laughs> <laughs> If you have ever seen like a video of like a voice actor or like or like the movie trailer guy, like I if you okay, shameless plug for a second. If you go into Cameo 
there is a guy on there. His, his name is Movie Trailer Guy. And if you look at him, he is this tiny little nerdy looking pimple faced white kid. But he's talking like in a world where <laughs> in a world <laughs> where Nona hunts over cargo miners. Oh, that, remi- that reminds me of uh, telling Papa that reminds me of Don LaFontaine who uh, yeah. uh, he, uh, he, he actually told the story of how he got his voice and it just apparently he was sitting in class and it broke right then and there and the teacher thought he was making fun of her and he was sent to the principal's office <laughs> for the fact that his voice broke and he got this you know this this beautiful voiceover actor kind of voice yeah. that just broke out in the middle can you can you imagine just sitting there and be like do you know the answer to this yeah that's right abraham lincoln <laughs> anyway yeah i actually do have a question though um, no, all of this conversation's been about OPO Shut hunting. Up. I know. What Shut about what about a uh, no OPO mats in territory? No. 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 You still hunt them no. for that? No. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want with that. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, until we show up and kick down your door because somebody whined about it. Well, no, I just find it funny that um Ever since this agreement came in, I haven't been hip OPO for anything at all in TC. I think people are just erring on the side of caution at the in its infancy of the agreement. I mean, I think things will get back to normal. People I are. Think what, I, I think what it are is still is being that, a little careful. I guess no. Nona's just bullied everybody, and everyone has PTSD for OPO hunting. No, come on, <laughs> we haven't bullied anybody. I, I, I'm leaning towards that. Nine times out of ten. Whenever we have a conflict, I have reached out and tried to talk it out first, both with MBD and Bold. I talked to them before we went to war. And then you kicked their ass. No, I don't think it was we kicked their ass. I think it was they put up one hell of a fight, both teams. And uh, even at the power, even with the power disparity, they put up one hell of a fight. That's, I don't not, think that's not what you told me the other day when we were in private chat. No, that's not true. Um, you, you inflammatory liar! You, you fucking! You were telling me about how they they were all pansies and running away, and they they had no they had no appetite for a fight, and yeah, they, you are um, such you are such a liar! Stop trying yeah, to start I was, crap. I was that. You were saying that you dumpster work. you dumpster fire living sons of bitches. Man, this server's getting boring. What else am I gonna do but start shit? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I I got another dumpster fire here. Hey DJs, how is it that uh you mentioned our podcast about dumpster fires, and then everybody's like, "Oh yeah, this is so cool," and then I'm like, "Hey, server fifteen, why don't you come on up?" And everybody's like, "Not me, no, no, I don't want to." No, actually, so it's just been a matter of time because we haven't had enough time to really coordinate everybody. I've reached out to several players. And and I think that that's progressing. I think that uh, that players are, are willing to come and talk to you about it. And uh, it, it was just a matter of time. I don't think that we had enough time to kind of coordinate everybody on the same schedule. So, yeah, no, I think um, I, I've chatted to several uh, several key players uh, involved. And, and I think that you'll be able to 
to coordinate that here pretty soon. All right, all right. Because I was, I was, uh, I was just giving Server Fifteen shit. I was like, you guys don't want to come on the show, talk a big game, but when it comes down to it, nobody wants to show up. There, there's actually several Fifteen in your audience right now. I see Foe down there. I see Witch down there, and and these are these are power players. These are key uh, leaders uh, within Server Fifteen, uh, even right now. I mean, if you if you wanted to invite them up, if they had anything to say, but like Wicked Witch has been an admiral for. Uh, well, she she is one. We were talking about this last night, Tech. Uh, Wicked Witch is the admiral of one of only two, at least that I can recall, two original day one alliances. There's only two left. And, and she has been the admiral uh, pretty much since day one of this team. So almost three years now that she has, you know, led a power five team on our server. And, and you know, they they typically that's saying something. Most people don't last that long. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's she's been an absolute consummate professional and her team is consistent, consistently strong, consistently well performing. And and um, and and, you know. I, I didn't originally mention her as as one of the alliances in this conflict because they they have for the most part not fully engaged in a lot of conflict. But there has been conflict with RVNC. They have been involved in things and they have fought wars and 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 you know as a day one alliance, they absolutely deserve the recognition of of being that. I mean, it, it you know as many tag shuffles and alliance breakdowns and new alliance formations and, and all this that has happened. There's only two tags on server 15 that are original day one alliances. And, and not only is this an original tag, she's the original leader, which is just absolutely wildly impressive. Well, shout out to wicked witch. And thanks for listening. I've, I've seen you here before, but I, you know what? Uh, it's funny because don't you, don't we have a wicked witch in our server handy? I thought, we, I thought there was a wicked no, we, we have a we have a war witch and we have a war wizard which is in the audience. Oh, okay, all right, war witch. All right, I I thought there's there was, a war thought, witch. Yeah, yeah, okay. And I believe he went to dark. He was in Nona for or wait, no, where was he? I don't know, man. I get people confused. I'm stupid. <laughs> well, well, again, shout shout out to the wicked witch for all the recognition that DJ just said. Original tag original leader uh to be constantly in game and and the leader for three years that shows commitment absolutely i mean most leaders get tired of it by then you yeah know. i know I, I tried to hand over the reins of dead to frank twice this week and he got mad at me <laughs> nobody well, wants it it's frank dude <laughs> well i said to him i said to him jeep would be so happy that you're in that you're the actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! Oh my god! Oh, that would be. I'm, I'm crying. I'm crying right now. That's great. he made me. He made me a threat today. He said if I ever made him admiral again, he's given the the keys over to uh, Emily. And I said, okay, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> I I think uh, I think Emily would be a great admiral for Dead and and for Dark SpongeBob No Pants. <sighs> So, uh, on to uh, side note, uh, Red Eye, how's it going, buddy? Did you get some sleep? Hey, Red Eye. Hey, uh, kind of, I guess. 
how was that uh, 5,000 hour day work day yesterday? Well, I'm going to do it again today. Yeah, I figured as much. So what's going life, on, buddy? Life of a business owner sucks. Well, Have I'll you tell you this. On Bajor, there are 26-hour days. If you don't, if you don't remember, rewatch Deep Space Nine. Good to know. If I could get 28-hour days, that'd be fantastic. That would be nice. Does that mean you earn more per hour, or or what does that what does that do? More sleep, I would assume. More hours in the day, man. Get more done. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. I would just have an extra four hours to be lazy. That's just me, though. <laughs> Remember, Dr. Soren said time is the ultimate enemy. So what's going on with Dai? Um, <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard whispering uh, on the breeze there that uh, there were some issues. Uh, in, in what fashion, I guess? We've uh, had a pretty eventful week. Well, I don't know. Tell us about it. I I think I think Handy's trying to fish well, for shit we, uh, that Kirk was fishing. No, no, no. I I legitimately <laughs> heard I legitimately heard some grumblings. It's a thing. Well, we 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 left territory, so there's that. Um, and I know there's rumors that we did it to OPL hunt, but that wasn't really the reason. Uh, it was. Uh, Mostly because we are satisfied with our particles. Um, as mostly free-to-play players, we, we can't advance as quickly as everyone else, so we got a pretty good stockpile. So at the moment, you just don't need any more particles, and when you do, you'll probably come back in, right? Right. We, we should have enough, I mean, Metreon to carry us into, you know, well into the 40s, and it's going to be a long time before we get that far, most of us. Right. Because I think uh, a lot of people did automatically assume that it was because you guys wanted to ISO hunt. Yeah, I, I heard the rumors, but that, that wasn't the, the main reason. I guess that's just something that uh, uh, came about as we had already made that decision. Now, are your players out there hitting a lot of ISO or no? I haven't had anyone message me, but it seems that uh, most people don't message anymore. <laughs> yeah, it seems like uh, they but just go I, start I, hitting bases, apparently. Nobody wants to talk anymore. I haven't had any reports, though. So, um, I mean, other than a, a few issues with Dark, which has honestly cooled down quite a bit the last few days, um, nothing that I really know of, honestly. All right. Well, that's good. Glad to hear. Um. Yeah, I was very surprised when I heard you guys were leaving the TC zone. Um, yeah, I well, mean you're the first well, alliance to really take that leap. You're the first alliance to take that leap to just leave TC just because hey, we have enough right now. Let's let other people get in there. Now, who did you hand over your territory to? Uh, we reduced the one zone. Um, we let, uh, dead in to the, the current ones we were on with the swap agreement. 
And uh, then we gave a uh, Klafaski to uh, IMM. Um, they've been trying to get on the board for a long time. So it uh, seemed like a good deal. I mean, it's, it's always good to see new names in there, right? Sure, of course. I mean, that's the whole idea of the territory swap discord is to try and get teams that don't have access to stuff they need on the board and the people that have plenty of what they need um, can downsize. You know, I know we've we've talked about downsizing. Um, it's different for the really power players because there's just so much research that we have to do. I mean, I, I still use up a lot of my uh, well, I still use up 100% of my emulsion almost daily. I mean, as soon as I can refine it, it's gone because of how much research there is and what I have access to at the moment. And we don't, uh, you we, we probably don't like that because we are, uh, we are progressing at a slower pace, right? Right. I mean, that stands to reason. Yeah. And what was that question? Do you speed up all your research all the time? Because I know some of the ISO research takes a while. So the fact that you use up your emulsion every day, it seems like you're speeding up all your research all the time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm always doing research as much as I can on a regular basis. I mean, how many researchers on averages do you do per day? Um, probably three or four. Sometimes I'll go a few days and don't do any, like if I'm busy. Like I'll just let whatever's on the board count down and I won't speed it up. DJs, you're 41, right? How many researchers do you do a day? Depends on the the calendar, like what's going on with daily mini events. But but like Handy, I, I do speed up a lot of research. Uh, today I did four researches this morning for the research daily mini event. Um, and I'll look forward to the calendar. I, I, I don't have a need to speed up anything, you know, for the remainder of today. Um, but if there's, you know, another research event, you know, whether it's the 25,000 one or the 8,500 one, I, I will 100% of the time complete those. I do, yeah, have, I mean, most, I do have a question for Andy, though. Yeah, go ahead. It, doing, seeing that you, you are spending all of your ISO and you're doing, you know, a bunch of research every single day. Uh, and, and I know Techman is going to get a, a nice, good belly laugh out of this. Um, do you feel that the exocomp feature, do you feel that it provides you any benefit since you are speeding up and, and rolling through, um, you know, all these researches or, or whatever. And, and, and the reason I ask is because, you know, even Techman and I, and, and I listened to your last podcast where you were discussing the exocomps and it, it, to me, you know, I've heard that sentiment from a lot of players. It seems, you know, a lot of people say it's kind of meh or it doesn't help, but it 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 is research, you know. So for players who value research, kind of feels to me like, you know, again, this being a game of nickels and dimes. Why do four researches in a day? Because each of those researches gets me one or two percent better in the category. So I well, it's like it's like adding an exocomp, but it's permanent. But you, I mean, I the agree. exocomps just go away so quickly. It's like, see, for, for me personally, I, I come in and walk away from the game constantly. 
right? So that's why I got drawn into a mobile game to begin with, because I can pick it up and set it down whenever I need to. And what happens a lot of times is I get distracted or whatever. I'll start an exocomp, plan to go do some grinding. Then something happens. I come back 45 minutes later. The thing's expired. And I'm like, ah, why did I even bother? And I get that, you know, and, and for, you know, especially like a lot of the combat ones that are one hour. But, you know, for example, let's look at I activated. Push the button. Oh, stupid button. Um, you know, like <laughs> this morning I activated one for research speed, you know, and and listen, I, obviously they're not super game changing. But if I'm going to jam through four or five researches and I did do that within the span of of probably 20, 30 minutes, but even that one is an eight hour research, you know, uh, an eight hour buff. So you can come back, you know, if you did get distracted or whatever, but, but if you, if at your level, you jam through four or five researches, you know, 25% increase, uh, you know, even to base, that's got to save you probably at least what a couple days worth of latinum, a couple days worth of speed ups overall. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely beneficial. I mean, especially if you add it up over time, I think, for me personally, it's just a matter of getting used to using it. Sometimes I just forget, you know, because of the other thousand things we got to do in this game. Um, yeah. What do you mean the 2,365 things you got to do? Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just making, uh, I'm just making I, a random number. For me personally, I just need to get used to using them. Uh, because of some of... Some of these buffs, some of these exocomps were such a letdown that it soured the exocomp taste in my mouth. You know what I mean? So even for this semi-beneficial ones like research speed or ship XP or whatever it is, I may not even use them just because I'm like in the back of my mind, you know, without even thinking about it. And I'm like, ah, screw exocomps. They're not that great. And... So I don't end up using it to speed my research up just because I don't think about it. But I should, because it, it is helpful, the research speed in particular, and ship XP. I think the and thing that... Good... I was just going to say, I, th I think what you're on to is, is exactly the sentiment of the community, and, and I do agree. You know, there's 39 exocomps. Over half of them definitely feel you know, kind of garbage. Well, on the other hand, you know, what I'm looking for out of exocomps for me may be different from what you're looking for for exocomps for you. The the variety that was offered, even though they are very, very vanilla and they are very nickel and dime, you know, I think that that, that is the key if players can get used to the idea of them. And and I'm not suggesting buy packs. I don't I don't I'll be honest with you, I don't really find value in those packs either. But but you know, the daily refine and popping a couple out here and there, you know, if they do help save a day's worth of latinum or two days worth of speed ups or or this or that, you know, I, I just you know, I, I I find that if it can save me three hundred latinum, then you know, that's that's a free feature, you know. So I, I yeah, it costs you nothing to use. You might as well use it. Try and get yourself used to using it. You know, go in there and before you do a bunch of research, check and see what exocomps you have available. Maybe do a refine on the exocomp and hopefully you get yourself one that's going to speed your research up or whatever it may be. But uh, whatever you're doing in the game, we just got to get ourselves used to checking that exocomp button. And 
seeing what we have running, if anything, and see if, you know, we have something available to us that'll help with whatever we're doing that day. That's I it. do I, have, I do have one that's 50 plus 15% research. speed. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it adds up over time. I mean, if you use a hundred of those this year and think how much latinum that might save you, I don't know. It could add up to quite a bit. You know? I mean, it's, it's like a lot of things in this game. It is very nickel and dime. But, you know, like you say, that they are coming out of the daily refine, you know, absolutely free and, and there's no need to spend. I know some people have talked about spending servos. I have intentionally not spent on the building. I think it's the level 20, 24 now, I think, is where I'm at. You know, so I'm still getting the two star exocomps, you know, and, and, you know, at the level 25, you start getting the three stars. So I feel like that, you know, that'll get a little bit better i know that the grind with the servos is very slow especially like after level 30 if if you're not going to buy servos but you know again like you say it's just kind of nickel and dime and it's getting ourselves into the habit you know how many people have to remind themselves to go mine green data how many people have to remind themselves to go get security keys out of exchange space it, it is another checkbox on on our daily to-do list but at the same time if that checkbox saves you even a handful of resources today, it, it I, I take you back to like prime refinery. A lot of people complained about that in the very beginning. Well, it's not a whole lot. Well, you know, two years later, how many more materials do you have because of prime refine? You know, so it, it's just quite a bit. It's yeah, it's it's a substantial number, you know, so it's just one of those Damn. things you got to kind of get into the habit of using. And And what I'm really pleased with is the fact that it is completely free you know if you so choose to to pursue that route and i and i feel that the community at large has maybe overlooked it because the benefits are so nickel and dime but again it's it's a very long-term expansion and, and the savings over the long haul are going to be significant the players who adopt the mentality of making sure they use their exocomps to improve their efficiency day to day those players are going to gain ground in progression Absolutely. so i got a question then Really, real quick, just to finish the thought, Tech, just one sec. I mean, really, all these things that they've added this year, I mean, people need to add it to their agenda. They need to make it part of what they do every day. Because everybody, I mean, humans, we're all based on habit, right? Habit forming. So put it into your habit. Get yourself used to using it. And over the, over the long run, you're, you're going to succeed because of it if you use everything, all the tools at your disposal. Go ahead, Tech. All right, so Darius mentioned something in chat about <clears throat> saving latinum and, uh, you know, speed-ups and whatnot. Obviously, speed-ups at higher levels take years. Um, but, here's, but my question is this, and I guess this is a question for higher-level people, because um, at what point, can you click on the speed up and it'll ask for latinum for certain speed ups like three days or one days because um uh is it when you run out of all the speed ups that'll ask for latinum yes. or yeah it's when you run out and you can do it at one day uh you can do it at uh, eight hour and three hour but if you if you use Latinum for like three hour speed ups, I believe it actually costs more for the same amount of time. Yeah, even the eight hours are not. I think the eight hours, if you do three eight hours, they equal 
one day, like they're, they're equal. Um, cause I'm thinking eight hours, a hundred latinum, a one day is 300 latinum. So they equal, but you're right. The, um, the three hours are 80. So by the time you use more of those, so, you know, by the time the research gets longer and of course, if you've got the speed ups, then, then of course it's just prolonging your stash, you know, like your, your stash can go longer, but you know, yes, when you start doing 30 and 40 and 50 and 60 day researches, you know, speed ups are hard to get. There's a, there's a player on my server who, who talks about, you know, going back to the away teams assignments. He's like, dude, I'll do every away team assignment that offers speed ups. Like those are my focus because speed ups, we don't have them. Yeah. We, we just, we don't have them. Yeah. There's a huge speed up deficit in this game. Okay. I, I get, okay. Now I understand. Cause I've, I've never run out of speed ups. So I was curious because I was trying to speed up something faster, but I didn't want to use up like the one minute ones or the three minute ones. I wanted to use like actual like eight hour ones, but I can't get to those since I actually still have speed ups available. Well, you're going to want to use the largest speed up that you can. So if you're going to run out of a speed up, run out of your one day speed ups first because they cost less latinum if you're missing them. So if you have no one days, then use all, you know, you, you buy those. So if you, you have a 10-day uh, research, then you're 10 day in eight hours, then use 10 days worth of one-day speed-ups. Even if you're using latinum, it's going to cost you less latinum. Um, and, I mean, and let, you know what I mean? Like, but if you're using 15-minute speed-ups and you got thousands of them and you use, I mean, you can use all those first. So that you're not spending any latinum, but you know, in my opinion, keep it balanced. I would use some latinum. I mean, when you're running really low, so use some latinum and use some of your available speed ups, because you might run out of latinum and you might need those speed ups for something really important later. So try and stockpile oh. and don't use them all. But no, I'm I was I was just curious because because uh, I again I have. I mean, let me pull up how many speed ups I have because it's it's somewhere in the ridiculous range. Well, and keep in mind too, we're looking at at the building speed ups is a particular choke point. So the repair speed ups, those are relatively easy to get through dailies, and and you know I, I do have a fair stockpile of those. But the building speed ups, they they typically tend to be more elusive. I, I've found that there is a decent supply of those that come from the Armada chest. You know, if you, if you are pulling, I know people complain about the efficiency of the G4 Armada chest. I actually pull the G4 Uncommon one every day. It's loaded with speed ups um, and probably gets me in the neighborhood of, of five to 10 days, depending on my luck uh, worth of building speed ups every single day. But again, if you're pushing four researches a day, I mean, that it doesn't go anywhere, you know, it's great. Every day it's gone. Is it, is it just me or does this speed up talk sound so much better since DJ sounds like a chipmunk? <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to them DJs. Don't listen to them. So listen, everybody just, just, if you focus on your speed ups and you balance them out really, really carefully, this is glorious. You can make them last a lot longer. Hey, hey guys, dogs has joined us. It's 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 Porky Pig. Porky Pig. That's amazing. 
<laughs> Sorry, dogs. I had to give you a shout out, buddy. Love you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean uh, uh, the speed up, speed up time. I mean, a beginning, a middle, and 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 we 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 wrap it up. That's all, folks. Yes, that is all, folks. Uh, <laughs> That's the best. I don't know. I mean, I for me at my level, I just, I mean, at level fifty, you just you're buying speed up packs. That's just all there is to it. Um, you know, because I mean, you're not, you're never gonna get enough out of the game to keep up. Handy, don't you have to buy packs to do anything in the game? No, there's a lot of stuff I grind out. Quite a bit, actually. I mean, compared comparatively to a lot of the level 50s on this server, they buy packs for everything. But uh, I grind a lot of what I do. Um, I just buy packs for speed-ups, sometimes mats. That's about it. I mean, all my officers are all... And, and you buy packs for new content because you, you, you have FOMO. Yeah, I do. I do. New content, I'll buy a few packs. That's true. Like the Meridian, I bought a few Meridians, so you know. <laughs> you mean fifteen of them? <laughs> but then, but then, like the uh, no, I've only got three that I use. I have four, but the fourth one I haven't leveled up. But I have three maxed ones. Mm. And I, when they were doing the event, they offered the uh, um, what is it? The warp whatever thingamabobber that you need to use to to tear it up uh to get the warp drive tiered up and whatnot there's two different things you needed um and now they offer them in a pack well i got all those during the event with event points that i had won from uh winning events or placing in events i didn't win in a bunch of events but i placed and had plenty to uh to get all those different you know little warp thing things so i got them all maxed out without really buying any packs for them aside from buying the ship itself so i maxed them all out just by grinding i didn't buy any iso emulsion packs or anything i i just ground it all out that's so on level 50 of you i don't know what to tell you <laughs> I don't. I don't throw good money into bad. I I buy packs when I have to, not just because I feel like it. Uh, speaking of grinding, right. do you do you like uh, where's your where's your rep at? Are are you are you doing uh, major grinding for? Uh, I'm a fairly lazy. Angle? I'm a fairly lazy grinder. Um, I've got fed locked. And I'm working through ROM now. I am pretty low. Just on for ROM. edification, that's that's the second lock at a billion, not the ten million. Correct. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So, Fed's locked at a billion. I'm working on ROM now, and I've only got two hundred million. So I'm pretty low on ROM. Are you we looking to get any ships? To to that point, grinding rep, especially especially at the super high levels, like you know when you're hitting forty five or forty eight or even level fifty hostels, there there comes a point where you really lose a lot of efficiency. Like just the the dailies themselves give so much more. I mean, to complete your dailies might equal 
you know, two or three hours of grinding reds. So there comes a point like how valuable is your time? Because, you know, a red, a, that a is red, totally correct. Yeah. A red might give five or 6,000, but doing your daily rep gives you a 3 million, you know? So how at, at, at some point, you know, where I've, I've kind of hit this point myself, I'm not spending two, three hours grinding, you know, because it's just, it's a better use of my time just to let the progression go day by day with the, with the rep events and the daily events. So there, there gets to be to that point too. And, and he talks about throwing good money after bad, you know, how much can you spend in resources, for example, to grind out the same amount of rep that you could do in, in one rep event by upgrading a building or a ship component or something like that. And, and truthfully, you'll probably spend far less in resource just to kind of let that natural time gate carry you through. Well, it'll take longer, obviously, but it's far more efficient. Which is how I maxed out Fed. I mean, well, that's I, didn't, I didn't do a whole lot of grinding in Fed, to be totally honest, for Fed. I I let it naturally happen. And yeah, I but, just did all my dailies every day, and eventually I got there. You have to, yeah. you have to look at, you have to look at the, like I, I tell people all the time, like talking about just arbitrarily grinding rep. It's just a waste of resources. You wait until something overlaps. Like, okay, now I need more um, broken ship parts. So, you know, and, and, and it just kind of as a natural progression of you looking at other goals, it will carry itself. Well, if you look at it this way, I can either let my rep kind of rise naturally by doing all my dailies and I might get, you know, 3 million a day, or I can go do all that and then also go spend a ridiculous amount of um, try and whatnot to repair my big ships to go grind level 50 hostiles. Not only am I spending all that time, but I'm spending all those resources to gain an extra 50% speed, maybe 100%. You know, maybe I'm doubling the speed of how fast it's going to happen. So, you know, maybe I get there in six months or I get there in three months or two months or whatever. But I'm going to have to expend an exorbitant amount of resources to speed that up. And, uh, yeah, I'm just like, like DJ said, you know, throwing good money after bad and yeah, I'm just not willing to do it most of the time. I mean, some of those dailies can give, if you, if you add them all up, it could be three to 5 million rep. And I've, I've seen players go out and grind for an hour and pick up an extra half a million. You know, I mean, you, you can definitely speed it up that way. But like all things in this game, you know, you look at your refinery and the increased cost of batches. You know, you pay a premium if you want to go faster. And, and a lot of times it's just not worth it. Yeah. You got to find dual value in a lot of the areas in, in this uh, game. Like uh, if you're grinding... Well, if you're grinding like that with face of the uh, face the enemy, um, instead of doing the federation ones, because uh, I'm going, um, I'm building my fed rep. I went and killed Klingon hostiles. Uh, it took longer, but I mean, I got more out of it because of that. Right. So a lot of times, if I go grind, I mean, I'll I'll do it up to my the point of my dailies. You know, get my. Uh, get my uh my 25 level 50 kills in and you know things like that make sure all my rep stuff's done and then i'm done grinding you know i don't spend a few more hours up there just killing reds uh, well you can hit board probes right and buy rep that way using board probes 
Yeah, but it's negligible amounts. Is it? At level 50? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, because that's locked to the Vidar. I, I actually have stopped Jesus. buying that bundle because, I mean, what is it? It's like a 100,000 rep, and it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a drop. It's not enough. Yeah. I, know, I, I do have a big complaint. Yeah. I've got one big complaint, Tech Man, is I, I came here for, like, Jerry Springer shit, and we're talking about <laughs> education. Like, what the hell is this? That we were talking about all that stuff when you weren't here. I just, need to hear, right. I just need to hear somebody yell at somebody. Like, that's what I'm here for. Hey, you Andy. suck! Andy. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Andy. Yeah. Andy. What? Fuck you, Andy. Fuck you, too, buddy. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hey, what is your name? <laughs> DJ, I dare you to do an entire podcast with just like this. No. I can't. <laughs> He can't do it. He would lose too many viewers. <laughs> <laughs> or he, or he gains so many more. I, I, one or the other. It could go either way. I don't know. It is. It's, it's a fifty-fifty shot right here. Absolutely. <laughs> it's usually dumpster fire over here, but uh, only when we have something to dumpster fire. Yeah, I, I tried to stir shit up. Like, uh, like uh, I got uh, when you were in here. I, my, my meridian was hit. And I was contemplating whether I'd pull a handy and declare a one-man war on that alliance. And I told you you should. You have the right. Yeah. You have the right to play your way, my friend. Yeah. Well, at, at, so what I would do, though, however, what I was, what uh, Cook, thank you for for giving me the idea, is I wouldn't declare a war on that alliance. I'd declare a war on their sister alliance that has territories and just wipe out their territories. Yeah, that's the way you should do it. And besides, yeah, going- that's, that's, a, that's a better use of my time. <laughs> yeah, guilt by association, that's legitimate. <laughs> it's very important, though, when you go to war with them, just don't refer to AJ by anything other than Admiral Angry. Bo <laughs> <laughs> has his hand up. I'd like to, I, if you can, bring him up to the stage. He, he told me yesterday that he was willing to come on your show for the, for the 15 dumpster fire. He told me the only condition was he wanted to be able to throw chairs. I'm like, buddy, you can't throw chairs. I said, just, but you can throw couches after you've lit them on fire. Like yes. that's, that's the scale of which we're expecting here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We're pretty, we're pretty, we're pretty wide open here. Oh, no. We're all about want... confrontation and cheap pussy jokes. Oh, I'll give you tons <laughs> of confrontation because I've been so busy talking to you guys. I ended up making uh, chili con queso for my breakfast. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Con- well, congratulations. I wow. figured, how I do we figured, turn how do we turn that into dumpster fire? Chili con queso sucks. You're stupid. Well, I can mute him for five minutes and see if he gets pissed. <laughs> uh, no, just just tell Cook he doesn't know how to cook. And <laughs> you suck, Cook. Hey, aren't we supposed to be bringing up somebody from the audience? Yeah, yeah bring up that? bring up Fo. Let's yeah. see what chairs he has to throw. Yeah, fog fog of war, fifteen. There you go. Should we stop recording and restart? Uh, just kind of end the show here and make a second show. All right, I'm just here to talk shit to DJ. That's the only reason why I wanted to come up. Tell me, <laughs> no, DJ, please. Let's make this interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the environment in which DJ does not have control. 
Yeah, yeah, please. I, I, I will be happy to to accept and return said shit to foe on fifteen. No, I love you. I actually don't have any shit to talk. Damn it! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? God damn it! His sole fucking purpose was to come here and talk shit to DJs, and you can't fucking do it. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> all, all kinds of things. I got bullet points ready. You ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm what a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, I had a come on because I was really enjoying, you know, his, his Minnie Mouse voice, so I just wanted to come and say hi. <laughs> oh, God. Let, listen, Bo. Let's Dude, tech, tech. So, so the title for this show is going to be called Ad Hominem. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can split it up into two segments. I could talk about normal fucking game bullshit, and then we could, we could have just this part, and that's just going to be uh, DJ's the, the Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Mini Mouse. Jesus Christ. Mini Mouse. Only if he talks in that voice the whole time. Yeah, Agreed. Mighty mini. Agreed. I'm in. What's going on, DJs? Oh, hey, kids. You want some candy? How about a free puppy? Alright, turn it back, guys. We're getting into like pedophiles. Do it again. This now nah, this this show is this show is uh is derailed like all of our other ones. Once we get to the end, we just <laughs> we just start talking shit. There's no rhyme or reason. Pretty much. Wait, so so DJ, and talk in your um in your in your radio voice, and then like auto switch to your min, to your Minnie Mouse voice. Oh my god! Yeah, there you go. I need to go get ten thousand dollars of equipment and plug it into my phone, and it might be able to work. <laughs> oh my god! When this when this episode comes out, somebody at Scopely is going to be face palming like hell. <laughs> and that's the intro. There you go. <laughs> what? So ad hominem, or we can call it a uh, uh, Trek palm or Trek face palm, <laughs> <laughs> or just put it as untitled. Yeah, untitled. I don't. I don't think I'll, it'll accept as an untitled submission. Well, then just title it. Sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. I apologize. Purpose not. Failed. Sorry, children. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. so. So, Captain Mark Red Angel, he, you're uh, you're from Server Twenty. Give us some Server Twenty juicy tidbits. Juicy tidbits. Oh God. Um, what kind of ridiculous crap happens over there? Uh, well, we have one one uh, alliance that just are complete dickheads. Oh, I who are they? Server. I think every server has them. Um, blast, blast them here. What's their name? Art I uh, I A B Iron Iron Assholes or Iron Armadas? I don't know. Iron, iron Assholes. Iron, iron Assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's what we call. Them. <laughs> but, hey, yeah. Iron sucks. You guys suck ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, screw well, you guys. Now come um, on, fight us. 
Oh wait, you're on the same server as Rev Deuce, right? Yeah, he's had to deal with those guys too. Um, so tell us your uh, story. Tell had, us your famous Rev hump. Deuce story. Oh god. Okay. Um, all right. So Rev was um, just starting out with his YouTube stuff, and we—I didn't know him from anybody. So, but we—we we were in—we were adversaries. So his his alliance was fighting ours, and he decided to change his name during a battle uh, to try and I guess goad us. And I took his name and kept it for a year and a half. <laughs> so everybody on server twenty knew the only Rev Deuce on this would be me, not him. <laughs> so. On top of every, on top of the the, the confusion and, and him trying to, I guess, do his videos without his name on on the on all the. Uh, um, what I want to uh, know is, did you ever go on to any of his live live casts and try and fly through the screen with his name? Oh that yeah, would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> hey, look, uh, I made a point to do that. <laughs> Uh, I, I killed a couple of his ships on on screen. Uh, he got a kick out of it at first. Um, at first, <laughs> at first. <laughs> but I mean, there was there was never really a, a whole lot of um, trouble. I mean, like he didn't. He was he wasn't focused on server twenty at that time, so he was just trying to build his YouTube channel. So right. it, it wasn't like he was super pissed about it. It was he. I think he got. I think he liked it more because I was. I was actually promoting it. Like people would, people would DM me, and they're like, "Hey, man, it's a great show!" And I'm like, "Okay, well, subscribe, it. like and subscribe." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come come on back, and and thanks for your thanks for your support. That's awesome. So I mean, that kind of drummed up some business for him. So I, I guess it, you know, he was he was cool with it, and uh, and then eventually he wanted to get back in. To doing you know like hardcore videos, so I he asked me after a year and a half, <laughs> can I have a name back? That's <laughs> awesome. And I was like, all right, I guess I've had it long enough. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I thought you guys were absolutely teasing it about the sound of my voice because that's a real thing. Except then I started hearing Mark talk, and I'm like, that is not what he sounds like. Like <laughs> so. I just rebooted my Discord, and, and now he sounds normal. I bet you that my Discord was glitching with my voice to begin with. Now I really can't wait to listen to this one playback. Was it really bad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. You sound normal now, almost. When you first came on stage, I thought that it was somebody impersonating you. I didn't think it was you. Oh yeah. my dear God! Now, now I'm really excited to hear what it sounds like. That was that was a Discord glitch. You know, funny funny thing is, like, I mean, obviously voice processing and computer software processing, it can change the sound of a person's voice. But now, like, if Discord was, like, truly making me sound like a munchkin, I'm really pumped to hear that. <laughs> you were. You were. That was amazing. Discord. God bless. No, you sound, you sound like a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> That's so epic. Amazing. Yeah. This is going to be the best <laughs> show ever. You got you got to promote it, DJs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Although it's not the best example of how awesome this show can be from time to time. <laughs> but no, I hear I hear Mark talking, and Mark sounds like you know a seven and a half foot tall ogre, and I'm like, wait a second, he sounds <laughs> wow. You know, you know D- DJ, did you hear the episode that um, I know you listened to a couple of them, but did you hear the one that was? I- let me set the tone for you. I was sitting in the channel and we were just sitting there after a recording. And then all of a sudden, a bunch of people from some other server, I don't even remember the server, um, came on and they started cussing each other out and accusing each other of sexism and being like all kinds of crazy stuff. So I just randomly hit the record button and I, sh- I sent Handy a message. It was like one in the morning, my time. And I was like, dude, you got to get in here now, 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 now. And <laughs> I-, I don't... I don't remember tech. Which episode was that? Because that one was gold. Like they were. I don't talk about dumpster fire. I don't think it's been released. I tried looking for it. It is. It has been released. It's. It's. Um. I think it's episode forty-five. It's called Server Thirty Eight Saga Continues. Okay. Okay. I just back far enough. Let me. Let me find that. I. I can. I can pull it up. It's uh, episode forty-eight. Episode the the server thirty-eight saga continues, and yeah, I I recorded a little pre-message saying uh, this conversation started mid-conversation, and it's the dumpster fire you're all looking for. So enjoy the episode, and it and it literally starts out with people going like, "Well, if 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 you do this, I'm gonna hunt you down wherever you go and blow up your shit." I'm like, oh, okay, sounds, sounds good. <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> It was amazing. It was amazing. It truly was. That was a good night. <laughs> definitely, definitely rated R. <laughs> I think Kirk is making more chili con queso in the kitchen. Yeah, Kirk, mute yourself. God damn it! Fuck you. Background noise. I, I think. Uh, I think we're just about. We're just about done here. Um, unless Darius has something to say. Oh, we can go to the after party and keep it going. That's that's true. That's true. Darius, you get the last word before I wrap up. Oh God, uh, no. no pressure. Yeah, right. No pressure. Uh, I was Please make it include expletives. Lots of trying pressure. to get DM, Disney to DMCA your podcast tech. I was busy. I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> is no, that a mini mouse is- comment? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing special to add. Although I did, I was curious uh, for DJs. Um, you know, did uh, Scopely reacted to your custom mods of their uh, fancy little Windows client yet? And uh, was that any, uh, uh, did anything roll downhill on that? Because that felt like it might. So actually, Scopely has responded. Um, they're interested in, in having conversations about what we've been able to do with it so far. And, and like I said, um, we have every intention on releasing that. As a matter of fact, uh, Ripper came out and, and kind of owned it uh, over the last 48 hours. So uh, for those of you who are curious who, who the modding genius was, it, it is our very own hero to all champion of the player, Criminal Ripper. Uh, and, and we will be releasing that mod publicly a little bit later today actually so i I don't know how it's going to work if it'll be a downloadable or a zip or whatever i don't know Uh, but we are going to be uh, making that available to players as far as scopely's reaction to it scopely was uh extremely interested in some of the changes that were made and in particular in in how 
some of the bugs were solved uh, because Ripper's gone in and, you know, for example, it's not just scalable UI, it's resizable window, it's Stella warp timer, the jelly warp timer. Uh, he Yesterday, he fixed Pike so that Pike doesn't display for protected cargo or expanded cargo like with Stan. He, he fixed Pike so he doesn't display with Cadet Scotty for warp range. Just, you know, like housekeeping things, you know. So Scopely has been very interested in in adopting some of that and and working with uh, Ripper and I, so we're actually really really optimistic. Like I'm really really pleased that they were interested in talking about the changes that were made instead of you know don't do this or don't talk about it or don't release it. You know, so I, I'm actually really really uh, optimistic awesome. about. Yeah, I'm really really optimistic. That's really that cool. is amazing. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I couldn't be happier to hear that, dude. Because like that is. That's a huge, what's this big 180 on their part, considering. What Are they going to pay past. Ripper since he's basically doing the job of a developer? And, and Ripper is extremely, Ripper is extremely humble. I mean, I, you guys have, have listened to him and gotten to know him over the last year and a half. He, he doesn't want it. I mean, honest to goodness, like one of his biggest things, you know, when, when we're having, uh, this conversation with Scopely is like, you know, it's, for for lack of better terms, Scopely even asked, you know, what's what's in it for you guys, you know, and and Ripper's plain response is, you know, as as a champion of all players, I mean, his response is simple: it's a better game experience for players. He's like, I don't want anything, I don't want any money, I don't want, I don't want any contracts, I don't want any. I just want the game to be better, you know, and, and that's honestly what drives him. It's what makes him so special. He's such a genius. He doesn't, he doesn't acknowledge the genius that he is, but, and, and he's uncomfortable when I, when I praise him that way. But I mean, he really is just, uh, he is a, a level above, you know, when it comes to this stuff and, and he does it selflessly. He wants, the game to be better. He saw the the client and said, I can make this better. And, and now, you know, he has, and Scopely has taken notice and, 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 and even better Scopely is interested in taking these fixes, not just for the PC client, but being able to backtrack them into the native iOS and Android clients, which may not be quick, you know, it may, it may not be quick, but, but, you know, now we actually have definitive code-based fixes for some of these long-lasting problems, and they are interested in implementing them into the mobile client, which means the work that Ripper's doing here on the PC client will have long-lasting implications for 100% of players, and, and he is just awesome. doing it. He's just doing it because he can and he wants to, and I think that's just, I mean, he is a hero. That's awesome, that's awesome, man. And, that's and fantastic. Please send him our thanks. And thanks again for Perfect. helping me turn this to keep it nice here at the end, DJs. Nice and friendly, right? Yeah, what the fuck, Darius? Fuck you. You suck, all of you. Yeah, totally suck. All right, guys. I want to thank everybody for joining me here today. Captain Mark, Red Angel, Fogon15, Ultimate DJs, Darius Rex, Red Eye, Cook, uh, Foxy, and everybody else who was here and left. Um, thank you all for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, do all those social media things that everybody asks of you. This has been Trek Talk. I'm TechMan16. I'm Handy. And I'm Kirk. And I'm Mickey Mouse. <laughs> 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 and, we'll, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>